to the Mentor Podcast right here on Facebook each and every Tuesday at 7 p.m. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, thanks so much to the team that keeps us together. Thanks so much to the squad that is inside of the comment section. We appreciate you guys tremendously. It's already 10 people in the building, and we just thank you guys so much for being here. First off, we want to say, as I grab my red cup, um, that one of our uh, premium members say something, say anything at any time. Mr. Landmine Dre is not here today with us. He won't be saying nothing today. And he will not be saying anything today. But there's a reason for the applause. Say something, say anytime. Mr. MC Landmine Dre is not here today because he is signing on a house today. Oh, he signed it on his house. His house that he's going to be housing his wife, his children, and his newborn twins that are on the way. So, everybody, make sure you congratulate Dre in the comment section. It's going to be uh, just amazing. So, we thoroughly, thoroughly are very excited for Say, say Something, Say Anything, Anytime, Dre. But in the meantime, <laughs> we've got a special guest from out of town that just came in to fill in the spot trying to take over. Uh, we got You Know Desi, uh, one of the premier entertainment moguls in Dallas, Ooh. Texas, taking like care that. of like us uh, today. He's going to explain to you why he's actually here. And he just happens to be a special guest today. But in, a, in addition 
to that. <laughs> Actually, we've got some very popular men on the other side of us. Uh, I guess I ain't special. <laughs> he gets a special. I don't know what y'all get. <laughs> We, I'm starting. You know what? I'm you saying, you I'm introduce starting. them. You, you, you know, they your friends anyway. So. <laughs> the same way you got a special drink. You got a special drink. Listen, the legendary HB. You guys will will know him from just being listen a stand up man in the town. Aside from you know starting off and making sure that poetry is a serious culture out here in Phoenix, as well as let making let sure folks got do. some place to play some Sailor games lines, and just keep it entertainment going. Uh, the one and only HB is in the building. You guys might know him as Harold Branch. Thank you so much for joining us today, sir. I'm excited to be with such good brothers. Man, we happy to have you. You know, that's that's. There's, honor, there's some other titles that we'll talk about a little later on. <laughs> oh, you mean the stuff I call you off camera? Oh, <laughs> Lord. Just some other titles that go into that name that we oh, yeah, talk yeah. about, oh, too. For you know sure, for sure, I mean? for sure. That's that just that wordplay. We'll, 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 we'll. got some wordplay going on. <laughs> yeah. Bam. You yeah, all now. know, of course, D. Scott Music is in the building. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, somebody very, very special and important to the space, a, a mental health professional, Mr. Uh, Kyrie Stanley is in the building. He is the president of Front Door Incorporated. <laughs> Uh, and we, we thank you guys so much for being here. You guys are elevating the space uh, just by being here. You know, your presence is helping us to hold us to a higher standard and, and deliver even more to our audience. So we're just glad that y'all going to be here, of course. Uh, later on in the evening, we're going to get on to uh, Black Jeopardy. Is it black this week? Okay. It's black this is week. Is it not always black? Like, yeah. Sometimes uh, it'd be top 40 Jeopardy. Like, I don't know. Okay, okay. Yeah. Jeopardy. I changed it back because somebody got negative 400 last week in black Jeopardy. Negative 400. Oh, negative 40. We won't talk about that. So hopefully this week they can hey. up. What, you got to hold on. You got oh, to hold on to as many victories. To he was like negative He was like negative 3,000 two weeks before that. Hey. <laughs> you notice know I ain't say nothing about that. Right, right. I ain't say nothing about that. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, we, we definitely uh, are going to be talking about a multitude of things. Uh, of course, we'll be talking about these brothers, black businesses, their experiences, uh, mental health as well. Um, but I figured because it's been such a crazy week, we uh, we start off talking about, you know, the tantrum. Do we not talk about their week? Huh? Oh shoot, yeah. that's right. Drain here, so it's on the salt. Yeah, it is. Let's ask you about that week, shall we? <laughs> yes, indeed. We'll start. We'll, actually, we'll start with HB. HB. Uh, each and every time that we get together, it's, it's usually a week in between time because sure. we get together each and every Tuesday. So we ask each other about how their week was from Tuesday to Tuesday. So we want to extend that to you and ask you how was this week for you? What happened? What was good? What was bad? What you learn? What went on? Without a doubt, appreciate it. Well, um, I think probably like everybody's week. It's been just wrapped up in all the craziness going on at the Capitol and everything. Honestly, checking on my family, checking on my people, make sure everything is solid. Um, however, Saturday, January 9th, um, in 1914, mm. my phenomenal fraternity was Ooh. founded, Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. Talk about it. Founders Day, which was a beautiful thing. Perfect. Um, you know, and normally we would we would gather in mass numbers, but once again. We also dealing with a pandemic, right? So mm -hmm. you got that going on. Um, you know, spending time, spending time with the family. Um, my break was over for school, mm. so I was back to trying to get some papers done and reading about these psychologists and you know all of this good stuff. So uh, your boys, your boys in school. So 
I've been doing some studying and running around. Man, we in the midst of some very educated brothers. We're gonna have to step our game up today, man. <laughs> Jeopardy, we might be negative two thousand in here. <laughs> Kyrie, sir, how was your week? I had a great week, man. Uh, uh, holidays is over. Got some stuff wrapped up. Got the Christmas yes, stuff out the front yard. Mm. Uh, got a little Christmas thing in front. And the Elmer Fudd keeps coming to shoot my deer. So <laughs> I finally saved him, put him back in the garage, cleaned up a little bit. Um, my week is good because I got a call from Brother Scott, man. And um, I just want to say I'm I'm more than elated to be here. I know I'm in the presence of great company because I've sat with this brother a number of times. Yeah. So um, I'm in. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, that's my man. And, yeah. uh, you know, trying to catch up with the podcast and seeing some of the guests that have been on here, man, I'm I'm, I'm just watching and, and learning and, and being a sponge today because, I mean, you know, a brother walks in is just – I don't even know how to, how, to, how to categorize it at this point. So, right. you know what I mean? I, I'm just – I'm out here in the Did water trying to keep my – yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, just, I, 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 I'm just trying to keep my legs moving right now amongst this company. So, uh I, I had a great week, man, and this is this is capping it off. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm ready to go. Yes, excellent, sir. excellent. Glad to hear, brother, brother Desi. Man, I, I had a great week. Um, been out here uh, on tour, uh, doing doing a lot of work. Uh oh. But it, but it's a community tour. So, okay. And that'll also go into the reason that I am in uh, currently in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. So um, I work with a a nonprofit organization. I'm based in Dallas, but uh, I work with a nonprofit organization called Pull Up Neighbor. Uh, out of LA and so during the pandemic uh, we've been uh, going around the country and uh, providing COVID supplies and food in areas that need it and so uh, recently we partnered with the Players Alliance which is uh, over a hundred uh, current and former black baseball players mm. uh, that want to get the game back into the community and so we we kicked off a 33 city tour and so um, during the first half of the tour, I was in Atlanta working on another project for the Senate races uh, with Black Men Vote. So that's why you got that. Black oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot on. that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we and, you know, of course, we did win the two Senate seats. Hey, uh, hey. Props to everybody that was involved with that. And so then I just kicked off the second half of the uh, Players Alliance tour. And so uh, January 2nd, uh, we were in Orlando. Uh, doing an event, and then on, and then the next day we went to Tampa, then Fort Pierce, then Miami, and then I was in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and then uh, Houston, then hey, Dallas, and then today I'm in uh, Phoenix. So we have an event tomorrow from one to three. So uh, I'll be giving y'all more information about that as well. Um, and and we we have the Diamondbacks that are going to be a part of that also. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, when you get a chance. Uh, if you could put the either the Instagram or the website okay. for that inside the comment section, absolutely, so everybody can follow that. Um, but yeah, other than that, I ain't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just chilling. Yeah, I'm just tired, just tired listening <laughs> to D. Scott. Next to that, you ain't do nothing either, huh? Yeah, I went to, I went to McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday, I was uh, uh, two for one. Oh man, they said he floated in the air. Oh, you sure did. <laughs> <laughs> Set us up. Well, oh man, well, oh, that's dope, man. Congratulations, us too. Yeah, mm, awesome. Well, I got, might have a hookup for you too while you're here. That's great. Got a got a baseball legend that we were. Oh, yeah, that, that okay. has been on the podcast. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah, so hopefully he'll be out there tomorrow. For sure. Okay. Thank you. Absolutely. That'll be a highlight of your week. There, there sure we go. Will. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> oh, my week was well. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. I 
that. Do you remember anything that you did? Not no more. Shit. I'm talking about Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tallahassee, wherever you want. Dead ass went to McDonald's last night. Oh, shit. Oh, my fatness. No. Uh, no. Go ahead. So you. Oh, well, I ate a couple of salads yesterday. Um... Uh, did it work? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, predominantly this week, uh, I've we, just we been. We know you work out. Yeah, we know. We know. Shorts getting tighter and tighter too, boy. When you put them in the dryer, that's what happens. Yeah, no, I did yeah. laundry this week. Okay. Uh, <laughs> held my, held myself accountable. Right. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> 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 you got to do it. A couple weeks ago. You you said, drawers, clean the drawers and stuff. Oh, what did we talk about drawers last week? No, it was like four weeks ago. But we talking about drawers. No, but uh, this week was definitely a, a big accountability week, uh, mainly just working on actually uh, figuring out the timing of my day. So I hired an assistant to basically uh, reach a watch. Hmm? Reach a watch. I don't have a watch. Oh, so the assistant has the watch. Got it. Please. Get it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Because that would be me. I'm, you have the spot today. Sir. Right? Chill. Sir. Hey, no, I love What you. did you I do last you. night? Huh? All right. Yeah. So I hired an assistant <laughs> to, to basically help me plan out uh, my my hours throughout the week so I'm actually not spreading myself so thin and being able to tell people no more often. Because often I say yes too much and I pour so much out of my cup and I don't have anything left. So... Um, yeah, yeah, she's uh she's basically making sure that I keep energy in my cup and I'm able to find time to rest. And if I want to do something extra, I have enough energy to be able to do so. So what's I basically you, had to turn. Shut her out, man. Oh yeah, Brittany Patton. Brittany hey, Patton. Shout out to Brittany. Yeah, yeah. Brittany yeah, Patton. Uh, she yeah. taking care of me. She's actually moving back to Phoenix. Uh, she moved away a couple of times, but. Um, she's awesome at what she does, and I'm thankful tremendously. So that's what my week has uh, primarily been focused on, just reallocating and recalibrating. My sister named Siri. <laughs> <laughs> she white. I don't really fuck with her like that. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's been so good uh, to have all these brothers in here. And it's so good to have you guys in the room. There's already 19 folks in there. So real quick, before we get to the distractions, I want to make sure that we're able to double that amount. So if you could, please go ahead and share this podcast on your timeline and to the groups that you are a part of. We're going to take a share break in three, two, one.
Ladies and gentlemen, we are back right here at the Mentor Podcast. Kyrie Stanley, HB, you know Desi, D. Scott, and I am Freshmaker. We got a whole lot to talk about, but we're going to keep it quick uh, because we want to talk about what these gentlemen do and, of course, get to Black Jeopardy. Um, Gentlemen, uh, it's, it's been a crazy week, obviously, in our country. Uh, seems like either 1861 or 1877 all over again. Um, because we didn't um, have you guys here uh, last week when everything initially happened, um, and you guys are the guests here, can you guys let us know initially when you first uh, saw everything on television, what was the first thought that came to your mind? So, so how Anybody. about I go first? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh my, how they would have killed black people. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Like, I didn't give it another thought after that. It didn't take longer than five seconds to think that, you know. That was and the first thing. That was the first thing. That was the only thing. You know, you could go back and forth on it. But, right. you know, there was no sense. Almost like when... Um, when police officers kill black people and then get off, how much do you think about that? It's unfortunate, uh, and we are becoming desensitized to certain things, but it wasn't too much to think about because right. we all kind of know yeah. when when we when we heard about Jacob Blake's uh, killer, yes, or what, well, not killer, but uh, the the police officer that did that to him, you know, and we kind of see you the can same say killer, murder, murder, yeah, murder. yeah, yeah, yeah. HB. I was like, yeah. Sounds My about, first thought was, yeah. Sounds about white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is what happens when you let um, an imperial attitude, mm. when you allow um, privilege to run rampant unchecked, mm-hmm. when you lie to people to make them feel good. You know what I mean? When you tell them their arguments have basis, when you tell them feelings are the same as facts, when you tell um, one group of people, uh, make them feel like America isn't theirs, then you're telling the other group that they own it. Mm. And if they own it, they can do what the hell they want to it. And so the lack of accountability is something that has been occurring. It's, it's consistent, it's constant. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like raising a child with no accountability, with no discipline, that kid eventually is gonna become big enough to scare you. And that's what happened. You cannot control. They try to control and use hate for political purposes. Mm. But hate is a fire you can't control. Yeah, You can't control. Mm -hmm. So now the snake is eating its tail. Mm. Because they was going in there looking for Republicans. You know what I mean? They was going in there. They wasn't calling on, you know, black senators and Mm -hmm. things like that. The dominantly white crowd was going in there to regulate their own. Mm. And there's no way they even got that far without, they found cops in there, right? Mm. It was cops. It was, it, it's people that are being let go from jobs, investigated as firefighters and everything else. Mm-hmm. So it, it was, it's a lot going on. So my first thought is, yeah, we told you. Mm. Told you so. Mm-hmm. Told you this was coming. And now y'all afraid, as afraid as communities have been made to feel for the last four years, so, too bad. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Brother Kyrie. Can we cuss on here? Yeah, yeah man. Did you hear that, man? No. Uh, so, <laughs> my first thought was, these motherfuckers have lost their mind. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
because never have I thought I would see a day where in this country people, white people, anybody would react that way to a loss. I mean, let's face it, there was a competition, you lost, you complained about it, you still lost, mm-hmm. and now y'all want to act a goddamn fool. Mm-hmm. So I just thought my folks lost their mind. And then I wanted to think, but if that was us, but I already knew what the answer was to mm-hmm. that. So I think, I don't know if this is the time for me to make this conversation, but um, I'm probably not going to be politically correct with a lot of people, but I was wondering when was equality going to happen in that moment. And what I mean by that was if you see, if you look at social media right now, you see a lot of people saying, no, we don't want them to be hurt. We want them to be tr- to, to be treated. No, no. A way that we are treated is already established, mm-hmm. right? So let's have some equality in that moment, mm-hmm. right? You got people that stormed a government building, and let's take politics and color out of this. You had key political figures in this building, and the vice president of the United States had to be escorted, no, rushed out of a building because Americans threatened it. And only four people died. <laughs> I'm carrying an enemy, carrying a, the flag of an enemy army. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah, put it in the Capitol. So mm-hmm. I, I, because I, I'm, I, I I would love to be as eloquent as this brother. I had to look up what treason meant because I really forgot. Mm-hmm. And what we saw on full display was treason. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, when I was in history, they said treason was punishable by death. death. By yeah. death. So why are we allowing, I don't care who it is, to run into a government building with political figures in there and escort them out holding their hand and walk them down the stairs and you know what I mean? We 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 getting shot in the back for nothing. And we watching people have a nationwide hissy fit because a fool lost a place that he don't have no business being. Mm-hmm. Come on now. That was eloquent. Yeah. I, that was well said. Well that was said. my thing. It, yep. But I, I have to say, if I may. Yeah. I just have to say, I, I know we make the compare. If that was us, if that was us, it would have never been us. Right, because we wouldn't have got home. Because we got home training. That ain't our spirit. Right. We know how to take an L. Mm. We know how to say that didn't work out. You know what I mean? The stuff we march for is our life. Mm -hmm. Anything short of that, we're not tearing none up. Mm -hmm. We're not wilding out. And even when we're marching for our life, you see more brothers and sisters stopping people. Mm. From acting a fool. Acting a fool. You didn't see none of those cats stopping their people like, yo, don't do that. They just did what they do. But that's what happens when you have zero fear of consequences. When consequences doesn't exist in your life. But that's not our spirit. Yeah. So that would have never been us rocking like that. It's the same way when... When they get pulled over and yell at the cop to give them, hurry up and give them the ticket, mm-hmm. like that ain't us at all. We already know. We keep it right. ten and two. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my son is seventeen, about to be eighteen next yeah. month. I always, like, I tell him to already have the your license and registration hanging out the car yeah. <laughs> beforehand. You know, yeah. and don't make no quick movements like things that we have to tell our kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can I tap into that for a second? Absolutely. That's terrorism. 
It is. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, when you think about it, every single brother in this room ain't committed a crime, and I probably wouldn't know how long, if ever, but we all tense that steering wheel, right? That's terrorism. We've been terrorized into our DNA, where we having a conversation with your son about how to deal with law enforcement. But we don't, we, I mean, but this country can't see it when it isn't, when it looks like them. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because death's not their reality. So when you don't have a fear of death, you can do stupid stuff because you're never it's thinking a luxury. about your life being at jeopardy. Yeah. Everything we do has to do with survival and what I see tomorrow. Yeah. This company was re- founded on terror- terrorism. They got here because they didn't want to follow rules over there. So my thing is, is like, why is anybody surprised that the the reason this country exists because people wanted to be unruly and they wanted to set up their own rules that protects them. So let me have gun rights that says I can take what I want to, when I want to, and I can arm myself to do it. And yeah. there's nothing you can do about it. So the whole thing was based on that. So for me, the first thing I thought was, again, that can't that could if that was us. And then I was like, shame on me. Why would I even? Think about that because we already know that yeah. mm-hmm. couldn't be us. What I love more so than anything is is there are some people that are seeing privilege like privilege has never been seen before. That's that so was privilege on for, full display. On mm-hmm. full display. So for me it's like you can't ever say nothing. Privilege does not exist. For those who are like privilege is not a thing. You can't rationally say it. You cannot rationally. Cognitive it. dissonance yes. has definitely been a luxury for a long but time. But it's harder now, though, because now mm-hmm. their liberties and their freedoms and their flag was threatened, and so the things that they based their whole shit on was threatened by the people that based their whole shit on it. So now, what do you have to stand on? Because those are you. So now, what are you gonna say? So for me, it was just like, and somebody said it, and I saw this ain't got nothing to do with me. This ain't got nothing to do with me. Nothing. This Let is, them duke to it quote out. The great. <laughs> El Haj Malik El Shabazz, Malcolm X. This is chickens coming home to roost. Yes, sir. Oh, that, Jeremiah Wright. For real. This, so, is, this is what that is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but, however, even with that being said, and with me considering myself woke before it was called woke when it was conscious, mm-hmm. and growing up in the library, I'm from Chicago, right? Growing up in the library, going to the mosque in Chicago, Growing up in the black church in Chicago, reading all the books, right? Um, just all of that. Going to going to the motherland, going to South Africa, going to Ghana, spending the time. Even with all of that pride, I'm still American. And I know some cats be like, I ain't American. This is my country. God, this is my country. This is my country. Ain't nobody else bled on this soil like my ancestors bled on yes, this sir. soil. So they don't, they don't get to have the privilege to have the convenience of me opting out of America. I'm here, I'm here just to make it inconvenient for you. Mm. If nothing else, mm. I'm here just to make you uncomfortable. Mm. If nothing else, I like making people I don't like uncomfortable. You know what I mean? So I'm here and it's my country and it broke my heart a little bit to see one third of our government taken over. I, I, I agree with you. I never thought I'd see that. I ain't gonna lie, part of me was like, me and my brother was like, this hurt a little. This yeah. This sucks. Yeah. yeah. Cause I don't wanna see the country torn to shreds. I just want people to act right. Mm. That's all. And that's what people get wrong. We just 
We just want people to act right. Yeah, we're still fighting for civil rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We ain't talking about equal rights. We just want you to be civil. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like you they, they hands would explode. I just want I just want humanity. I just want humanity overall and not have to fear not being offered that. Like you said, my son, 14, taller than me. 15, yeah. taller than me. Mm. This dude just got accepted to ASU's biomedical engineering school at 15. You know what I'm saying? But he got the locks. He got the, I got to explain to him mm-hmm. how we got to move in this world. But it gives us a level of resilience. It gives us a level. We can be comfortable in less comfortable situations mm-hmm. as a whole. So honestly, with COVID going on, with everything going on, no people are better equipped to handle it mm. than our people because we have been conditioned into the lack of comfort. i tell you what, though. Um, I, like I said last podcast, I love the last four years. I love them. I love them. I love them because without it, we'd be 25 more years of, of you know, of, of regularity. Growth, right. So for my children. For the exposure of it. Yes. Yeah. So for my children, this is something interesting. So if you live well, you live okay, and you're able to put your kids in a school where there's not maybe a lot of them for educational purposes or whatever. Absolutely. Whatever you're, you know, better, safer. Yeah. They don't know what black is until they get older in life. I'm just going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. They don't understand what goes with that. So we have the daunting task of trying to put a black conscience on, on them, and they don't see it. Mm. What what is allowed? You mean they don't see other black students? They don't see the consciousness of what being black is when if half your friends are white Got and you and you and you're rocking with with the dimension of blackness. You, you, when I'm when I sound like I'm a downer, be careful. The, 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 mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm speaking not death, but I'm speaking survival to you. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, it's not like that. All my friends are cool. Well, they don't have, yeah, no, like I see that. what you're saying. It's yeah, not yeah. even like but again, you, you like my son. Don't, my son don't sound like that, though, God. Hold on, you went, you went a little far, bro. My son still got a little bass in his voice. <laughs> but you know, you almost feel bad. Like I got to give you a conscience that you, that's not real to you yet, right? And so I got my sons like, yo. And it's like yeah, now man. we can have a conversation. I was trying to, te- I was trying to told yeah, you. I was trying to told you. Now we yeah. can have a conversation of why I'm serious when you leave the house. Why you can't just go kick it with everybody yeah. and think you're gonna you can't do you can't do what, what they, they, do. Do. they do. And so you America what America has like, made it very easy for me to be like, this is why. So. Yep. And like for instance, um, and even going on that, um, so my son, uh, he plays football, but uh he got he just signed with Stanford. So nice. he's gonna be playing football at Stanford next year. Congratulations, So um but you know, going into Stanford, what do we know about Stanford? It ain't a lot of us at Stanford, right? Mm-hmm. So I already done told him, like, yo, don't be in a room by yourself with a white girl. Like, it need to be more people in the room. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, you have to explain things like that. But like how you mentioned There's a earlier. history of false allegations. Yes. Just for everybody listening, this isn't a paranoia. There's mm-hmm. been a history of false allegations. And false allegations against black men has been weaponized for hundreds of years, oh. mm-hmm. especially yeah. black athletes. So yeah. I just you know I don't want nobody listening and be like ah he tripping yeah. right. no there's there's a this is these are conversations that that do have to be said yeah. and, and what me and my my friends always talk about it's like it's a unfortunately yeah it's it's a catch twenty two because you don't want to put that on them but at the same time you gotta have a conversation with your kids because yeah. if you don't have a conversation and something happened you gonna then, get that phone call exactly mm-hmm. and it sounds like you know it's 
few of us are men, black men raising black men. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I tell I, I tell my kids, including my daughter, I have an 11 year old daughter as well. And I tell them, look, I don't want you to walk in fear though. Like you got to give them the game, but I don't want you to be fearful. I don't Prepare. want you to be afraid because you living your life afraid that counters the joy that we died to make sure you could enjoy, mm-hmm. right? However, I need you to be aware. Don't be afraid, but be aware. Yeah. Don't be fe- because honestly, that was and I hope people. I, I'm not a doomsday cat or whatever. That was just that one. Oh yeah. They're not done. Yeah. This ain't over. Yeah. You know what I mean? These cats are hot, and there's been people that's been waiting for a race war or these different things. It ain't us, you know what I mean? But it's been people that's waiting for that, and this is their sign. This is their clue. And even though we warned folks, even when that that boy, that white boy shot up our black church and the police took him through fast food on his way. Yeah, fed him. Mm-hmm. Fed him on his way to, you know what I mean, the prison and things like that. The fact that Kyle Rittenhouse didn't even shoot black folk. This is important. He didn't. He shot... Three white cats that was marching for black folk, Mm -hmm. and they raised millions of dollars to help them get off. Mm -hmm. This is what a racist, racism, and to my white brothers and sisters, if you watch, racism makes you less safe. Because you're worried about the wrong threat. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you're going to end up fighting yourself. It ain't the black man you need to worry about potentially raping your daughter. Is the white frat boy. They talk about black on black crime, which is a non-existent concept mm-hmm. because everybody commits crime of opportunity, which is the people that you look alike most often. And they're around. But crime around yes. white folk, white folk on white folk is 70 plus percent as well. So I'm not your risk. But if you're only watching me, the real risk is getting by you. And they was watching Black Lives Matter and not paying attention to the other group. Mm-hmm. And they ran in your, ran through and molested your country. Mm-hmm. Coordinated too. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was very interesting to watch. Uh, once they got into a tight corridor, um, there was one particular officer that was beginning to be smashed. Yeah. In between, you know. It was painful to watch. A door and the crowd, but what I what I what I saw and what I expected was the empathy that they had once they realized that he was in pain. Some people in the front began to say, "Hey, hold up, back back!" Like we mean to do damage, <clears throat> excuse me, but we don't mean to kill one of our own, you know. And to a lot of people, that's chilling, but. I almost expected. Like it's more like because of the cop thing. They push mm-hmm. the Blue Lives Matter, mm-hmm. but they they killed the cop, crushed one, dragged one down the stairs. They twisted it's the pretzel. Convenience. Mm-hmm. The rules only. I never. I don't respect a man who has no principles. Right. I can't honor you because that means you change with the wind. You can. You, you can't pin this line to a it's wall. Okay, under that circumstance. That means I can't predict your behavior or your movement, so I can't trust you. You can't take an L. You know what I mean? So blue lives matter unless it's the feds investigating you. Mm-hmm. Blue lives matter unless they're trying to stop you from running up into a Capitol building. Mm-hmm. You just nullified every point you stood on. What yep. I think is funny, too, is I want I want for all those Trump supporters who had their posters out in front of their lawn. <laughs> Red caps. Bring them back out. 
bring them back out. Because what's mm. funny is, is it's it's bold in your face when you think you're gonna win. Yeah. But then you gotta realize, <laughs> and this is what this I does. Oh shit, I gotta get along. You gotta take so your let L. Me, let me hide this again, because now I gotta go back into, I gotta go back inside and hide my shit for another four years until we get back on top. No, I'll keep that shit out there. Come on, Trump. Yeah. Do you do you guys think too. Trump supporters can? Can reel it back in into what we had prior to 2016? Do you think that they can go back into the fold, such as like Homer Simpson back into the foliage? Do you think they can do that? Yes, they will try. People that are are, are leaving this party because they have to, because Mm -hmm. they have a career. Yeah, but does that does that make them safe from losing social capital? That makes them be what they are. What they are again to me, it's like you gonna you rocking with whoever. Is on top. Who you came with. But we also got to recognize that there's levels to everything, right? So every Trump supporter isn't the same. Ain't the same, right? Just like we need them to honor our levels. They look the same. Kyrie, what you think about that, brother? They look the same to me. (laughs) (laughs) If you walk like a duck and quack like a duck, God damn it, it's a duck. I was cool with the. Uh, I was cool with people. Like, I believe. I, 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 I believe you. But when you put that red hat on, yeah, that's something different. To that's me. another level. That's you, a different you, level. You're it proud, means, it you're definitely means something else. That's a that's a that's a totally different level. Yeah. You got that. You got that. Make America great again. Yeah. I think that's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he he created so, some insane brilliance though, because two of the things that he talked about was draining the swamp, mm-hmm. and 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 and. and was exposed, I guess, exposing the, the, the leeches or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much what he did. He cut the lawn and all the snakes are showing out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, look at we we having a conversation now about a MAGA hat and what we think that is. He drained the swamp. You can't hide no more if you're a racist. If you, if you align with him, like 70 million people voted for this man. If you align with him, that means you align with his policies, what he thinks, because that's all he's talked about since he's been in office is what he thinks, how he feels, and how he feels slighted. Right. So you put a red MAGA hat on, that's what you are to me. And I, I can't, I, I don't want to give you the patience to, yeah. to, to try to have a conversation with you to figure out what you are behind that. And you don't have to. You know what I mean? And you, clearly, you want to ask permission, to. brother. I want to say no, no, that, no. But I, I, I definitely honor that, man. What I love telling folks is, if you voted for Trump this second time after seeing mm-hmm. what you've been doing four years, mm-hmm. you are either a racist or racism is not a deal breaker. Mm. Oh, right, correct. pretty much. So racism ain't a deal breaker for you. Like, but the economy you're, don't you're, matter you're to me with the way it is. if I'm not allowed to get the. The rates, you know what I mean, yeah. on my loan like you are, right? If I'm pushed out of communities, if we're not allowed to get the education, none of these policies matter right. if I'm X out of it because I'm black. But racism wasn't an issue. It's not a deal breaker for you. And if a ra- racism ain't a deal breaker for you, I can't fuck with you. But why would it be a deal breaker when it doesn't affect you? It, it doesn't make sense to be an issue for you. It's about my bread. Are you getting me my bread? I'm rolling rock with you because you're getting me my bread. You don't get more bread than me, but I'm getting some of the bread you get. My bread is worth more than your life. Period. Because my Pretty life much. ain't That's over there. That's the American <laughs> way. Okay. My life ain't over there. Okay, Wesley. My life ain't, my life ain't over there. <laughs> my kids are schooled. Yep. He's a light-skinned brother kid, from the bank. Kids, <laughs> they, got, they go to the good school. They, go they, to, they don't ever have to see. There's yeah. neighborhoods I go into, and I laugh. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, this just says I don't want to be around no black people. Mm-hmm. Like You can see the neighborhoods is like... There ain't a single one to live over here. Mm-hmm. It's far out, but it, and it's you can tell. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ah, it makes sense to me. I get it. 
and the schools are one. Everything is good, but yeah. there's a way to live where you, you racism. You're not seeing it. Oh, I you're watching yeah. it on TV, and you're telling yeah. children this is why you don't. Men wait. live every day and don't acknowledge sexism, and they married to a woman. Mm. Oh, you know what I mean? Mm. So you could be in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. Wait, say that again. And ignore. I know you didn't. Mean. I know you didn't. Mean. What? Am I a sexist? Yes, absolutely. But that's good though. What sexist about? Hold oh, on. No, no, what sexist no, about no, me? I don't want no part. Because you can't. Look, look. We all. We all. We all. We don't mind now. So you gonna have this. You understand on that? Are we, are we taking a share break? We, no, 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 no. We we taking an accountability let's break. No, no, no. No, 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 no. You just put that out there. Where, where am I sexist? If you can't, if you can't say it, you gotta pull it back. That's the mentor. We about accountability. We about accountability up in here. If you ain't got it, you gonna have to pull it back, sir. You don't think you ain't got where? Where am I sexist? You don't. Well, oh no, 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 no. Ain't no question. Question. Okay, so. So, so I will say this. Go so, ahead. I will say this. I'll be, I'll be fair, and I apologize. Ladies and gentlemen, no, 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 no. I still get to talk. I say you didn't get to talk. I say you didn't get to talk. I say you didn't get to talk. No, I didn't. The show was over. I want to thank y'all for coming out. We had a great show. Appreciate that. Russell, say thank y'all. God bless you. Good night. He waved. It's safe to say that men can sometimes have a idea and or a position that can be rougher than needs to be and takes out of consideration the, the female psyche. And in some of our stances, that can be sexist because we're not even trying to look at What you're describing is not being as empathetic as somebody would prefer you okay, to be. so if you're not empathetic, then it can go over the lines and become Just because sexist. you're not empathetic does not mean that you don't bend. No, no, no. But you can, you can take your stance you so still, hard. Okay. And then it can make you sexist because you can then set up a whole idea of how things should be. Based Just on because you have a stance does not mean that you implement Correct. it to somebody to where they Correct. cannot move. But that stance can then propel itself into other things how? that make you how? easy. How? This stance Put right here. Just ask yeah. one. Ask what? This, question. this stance and, and the cruelty that the stance comes with can, again, in my personal opinion, feel sexist. What stance? Oh. We can talk about hair, right? What about it? Hair, like women with that that don't wear their own hair. Don't what have about natural it? Hair. Oh, don't, please listen, sir. I. <laughs> I implore, <laughs> I implore you because the only thing that you're going to do is further prove how much I love my women if you try to go into the hair mode. I, I implore do you, you not women? to do it. Do you love women? No, 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 no. I'm not saying you don't love women. <laughs> oh I'm not saying that like uh-huh. that. What I'm saying, though, is we have to do, as men, we have to uh-huh. do a better job of letting them know how much we love them. Okay. Not by saying we love them, but in our actions, right? Uh-huh. We have to do a better job of being... Let me ask you something, HB. Is, is honesty love? Is honesty love? Is being honest, <laughs> is that a form of, of love? Not all the time. Um, There's ways to be honest. I'm going to say no, because I believe love is bigger than that. Honesty can be a component okay. great. of it. Okay, great. Great. That was a great comeback. I want to just say this. Because that's that communication degree coming out. That works for me. That works for me. That means I deliver a component of love. Honesty is a two-way street. It's the person that's being honest and the person that's receiving the information has to create an environment. Tasha said fresh is absolutely sexist. Tasha, I need you to put it in there how I'm sexist. Some people think just because you're honest, it makes you true. And that's the difference. Just because you're being honest about how you feel, how you think, doesn't make what you say true. No. And, no. and a lot of times we want to make sincerity. Well, just cannot, true. 
truth, my yeah. tr- my truth might be different than yours. I'm being honest, and I say I can say blah 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 about you. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. make it true. I can look at somebody and say you're ugly. That's my. I'm being honest. Doesn't make. You're talking about subjective. Sincerity is correct. Is you're talking about subjective. We'll use our honesty as a basis supplement make, for truth. For truth, and it's not. Mm-hmm. Is all I'm saying. And ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, know. I've asked for specifics about like how I can be sexist. <laughs> I know nothing about. <laughs> I don't know what's going on right there. I know. I'm sorry. I'm over here like. I've asked D. Scott to to be put on the spot that's about your boy, so he not gonna put you out like no. Like, uh, apparently that. he is. It's not even that. It's not even that. So because I'm. Uh, so let's go into the weave. You 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 wasting these brothers' times about, about how I'm sexist like, about weave. No, this so about y'all. Let's <laughs> say about me. How, how am I sexist about weave? Let's um, let's go. No, Come on. Not, okay. Let's go. Okay. Come on. Come on, water bed. Oh, Lord. I've witnessed. What did you witness? Let them know what you witnessed. I've witnessed conversations. I've witnessed conversations. Tell them about it. To whereas. Ladies and gentlemen, you can look up on Instagram, King of the Weave Haters, hashtag King of the Weave Haters. That's me. Go ahead. Put you on mute real quick. I've witnessed conversations involving talking about natural hair and beauty and black women and all these types mm-hmm. of things. I have some strong opinions as well. Mm-hmm. Um, my strong opinions about certain things about just women feeling naturally beautiful and and things of that nature, things that we honestly agree upon. Mm-hmm. Um, the sexist feeling comes from, if you don't do this, you're that. If you don't... Who do, said that? It uh, it comes across. I'm so I didn't say com- that. Conversation. Did I say that, yes or no? See, so again... It, it, it's important for the people to know. Did I say... It's a this or that. No, I said it okay. What your perception is, if you perceive something yes. differently from then what I told correct. you, correct. that is you yes. perceiving correct. that. Correct. And I'm having this conversation. Okay. <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. We gon' we gonna do this today. We gonna do this today. Wait, second. He is kind of deflecting. How? Just let him finish. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. It, that's not a deflection, actually. That's that's actually setting the stage. That's making sure you don't run away with some bullshit. But go ahead. I am I am a coach. Um, <laughs> yes. When it comes to, about that too. I can help y'all kind of work. No, no, no. This, this relationship. This, has, this must go bit. on. In, in, in case yeah. you didn't know, <laughs> y'all gotta have this. Okay. All right, all right. Semantics just, is his profession. I literally want to put it in the poll. Not semantics. Semantics. Can we poll it? No, no, no! Don't ask Don't for protection, sir. You, this the is your toe on the line. What have I said, sexist, about women and the black women and we? Why are you repeating the question when I go to ask the question? You oh, stop okay, me because uh, everybody else needs context. No, I don't. No. <laughs> y'all can go ahead, finish this, wrap it. Let me know when yeah, y'all done. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, All right, so, whole, so you done? Day. So, yeah. are you Thank finished you or are you done? Yeah, are you finished or you done? All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there you see there's there, there's been a claim of sexism and there has been no proof of it. So the good sir being on the mentor podcast, being accountable as he is, he must you walk Trump it back. Talking about the vote. <laughs> this was a fraudulent vote. We have no proof. There is no proof of these allegations in your sincerity. You gonna push that out? You better have some proof to back that the fuck up. The judge is like, the judge asked Trump. He said, "You you got got proof of that." Go back and watch this. You have presented nothing. Listen, if some. 
Young men. The vote stands. Young men out there, if somebody puts you on the spot and calls out your name and tries to do something to your reputation. <laughs> Just make sure you stop them before they can get finished with it. Or... <laughs> <laughs> That or if they ask for polling from the audience, you know they have nothing. Okay? Now I think our whole polling the country. Okay, never mind. This is a real Trump ish uh, set of rules. <laughs> <laughs> people complain about Trump. This is a real oh, Trump yeah. rules we oh, working with. Oh, totalitarian ass over here. <laughs> 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 Shit. Everybody <laughs> told you you look like Furious Styles. I got <laughs> No. I get that vibe. You like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, no, he got the vibe. Yeah. Chill out. Chill out. You got the vibe from Boys in the Hood. Oh man. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I take it. That's a new Beyond That's a respectful brother. I'll beyond take it. the distractions that we were able to bring to you today. Um, we got some very accomplished men in the building and we want to talk to them about the things that they have going on in their lives and the way that they uh impact everybody else in the community. Um so before we get into that, we want to take one more share break because we got so many people in the building and we thank you guys for being here. So if you could, please go ahead and share this to your timeline and to any group that you are a part of. We want to take one last share break in three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back here at the Mentor Podcast, and we have some very, very special guests in the building. To my left, I have, you know, Desi, one of the entertainment moguls in Dallas, Texas. I have Kyrie Stanley across from me, a mental health professional and president of Front Door Incorporated. And of course, one of the legends here in Phoenix, Chicago's own... Harold Branch, a.k.a. HB, setting the culture here in Phoenix for game nights, poetry, staying woke, understanding what it is to be a constant a constant student. Wait, 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 what it is. Yeah, but wait, 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 because I, I want to have this because I didn't put this in the thing. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, because he, he does coaching, super important, mm. right? And you just graduated too, correct? I did. Yes. Turn the horn down. And that was the honestly the reason he's here. Is, is, is more oh, than no, I mean, he be spitting that word and all that. That's exactly. I don't know how he got it. That's that's my that's the shoulder. That's exactly how I do it. I love this guy. But, but absolutely. So yes, he's he's yes. So let's start. With, can we start? Yes, absolutely. Can we start with you and explaining okay. um, just what's going on in my life, kind of thing. Yeah, we're just yeah, business. Yeah, what's coaching. happening? Coaching. I want to talk about coaching. The coaching okay. And, and, and again, uh, congratulate you on your degree. Thank you, brother. That side of the house. Okay. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, so I've been I've been a trainer, facilitator, speaker since I was seventeen. Um, traveling um, the world, doing some things. Got to go to South Africa, work with Gandhi's granddaughter out there. Got to do some work with Jane Goodall. Um, got to do some. You know, Queen North Jordan, you know what I mean? Like, just a lot of really cool stuff. Did some stuff with MTV um, back in the day as well. Went to Columbine when that shooting, Columbine High School, mm-hmm. Littleton, Colorado, when that shooting happened. Um, so, just always been out there working with youth service providers a lot and a lot of young folk. Um, working on just life skills, using my own life as the model. 
coming from the west side of Chicago, I'm from Independence and Flournoy, Lawndale community. And anybody knows Chicago understand what that means. And it was late 80s, early 90s, man. The death rate these days are about 500, which is astronomical. And it's just, it's, it's horrible. Um, back then, in the early 90s, there was about 900, 950 was the murder rate. So it was really, really intense. And coming out of that environment, um, you know, not knowing my dad, you know, until I was 14 or so and really got to build a strong relationship, we're like, amazing now he's in there he's the reason i came to arizona dope, yeah so i, I want to say that right so if i say man you know dad left when i was one and that separation happened i want to bring it back around and make it really really clear my dad is dope and we got a beautiful relationship and he's a great dad to me not just a great grandfather <laughs> right so that's my man um but my mother she she died by suicide when i was two and mm. all of that moved me in to mental health conversations and trying to release that stigma of depression, of suicide, especially in the black community. It was not easy to talk about back in the day right. and all of that. Um, I found myself in um, a company um, that had a team called Team New Vision, and that's where I got introduced. I was about 25. Got introduced to really personal development, mm -hmm. right, and helping people grow into business owners from being um, employees. It's a different mindset, employee mindset to a business owner mindset. It's, it's a different set of skills that you need, a different, um, you know, set of stamina, right? You need a different kind of stamina for that, a different kind of self-belief, and you got to break habits. Everybody want to be their own boss, but nobody wants to be their own employee. Right. So it's different things that messes up that journey. So I found myself working with people all those years. That was 18 years ago, right? All those years working with them to do this. Then I finally said, you know what? The only people that I really coach aggressively are in my company. I don't want to just, uh, let me make this available, right? Mm -hmm. So I went back to school, which was a goal, and got my master's degree, I got my undergrad at. When did you go back to school? I went back to school the same week I ended home base. Mm. So for those that don't know, when was that? That was. That, I'm sorry, um, um, January 2019. 2019, went back to school. This is a grown ass man with children almost day and they're grown, and you went back to school. Oh man, 40. You know what I mean? 40, mm. went back to school and got my master's in coaching psychology and um, just kept going, honestly. So I'm in school right now working on my PhD, yeah. uh, working yeah, on my yeah, doctorate yeah. in performance psychology, which just the whole purpose of that is to help people perform at higher levels, you know what I mean, in whatever area of their life. Mm -hmm. So started branching out coaching and training services. Um, so this is my, you know what, let's go do it. Everything that I've built over the years, everything that I've learned, all my skills dealing with individuals. It was, I had so much experience, but it was time for my education to match my experience because then I'm unstoppable. Right, Because right, right. I know people with education, but they don't have the experience. Facts. Right? So now they can match each other and I can put the philosophies, the theories, and the, just the academics, right? The research behind the speeches, behind the encouraging talks, behind the motivation, because I'm a nerd. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, I'm a nerd. Mm -hmm. And people say stuff, and there's nothing backing that up. There, it sounds good, right? but sounding good ain't gonna change your life. Mm -hmm. I need you to get good, I need you to get better. And helping you reinvent yourself, matter if it's just a small part of yourself, maybe it's the relationship part of yourself, maybe it's the business-minded part of yourself. Maybe it's the just self-awareness right. and self-love. You know, let's build your confidence. Let's rebuild you. 
right? Whatever that is, let's make that happen. So yeah, uh, it's been it's been a good journey, man. I like that you said that because um, you know talking about things that sound good, right? Because I, I think about like a Gary V, like okay. I like Gary V, but mm-hmm. I'm like. Is he good because he says he's good? Like, where mm. did he really come from? Like, mm. he just kind of popped out there and everybody started believing everything that he says. But, yeah. like, we don't really know. You know, right. he talks about uh, his having his dad's company and helping the sales and everything like that. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, he just mm-hmm. popped out there. Like, yeah. I'm an expert. You should trust me. Right. Uh, I, I talked to Snoop and Snoop trusts me. With so con- right. With content daily. Yeah, that's very hard to do. <laughs> yeah, you like you like he you like he ain't busy very enough. Hard. Yeah, it's very hard to do to have content like that and be a nobody and just come from nothing. It it man, it's mm. tough doing the coach <laughs> thing because I take it serious, mm. but there's no regulation when it comes to coaches. With a psychologist, there's regulation. There's no regulation right. when it comes. Right. So anybody could just, just tomorrow say, say I'm a coach, right? right. And so do you have any? Tra- you could damage people, <laughs> right? Yeah. If you don't have proper training, understand what your boundaries are. You can easily slip into therapy, mm. which could destroy somebody's soul. You talking about counseling or rap music? What are you talking about? <laughs> 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 I can't, you know Dead what? Ass, I'm going to talk to you after. Dead ass, though. What do you mean? So, like you said, Dead you ass? might call yourself something. There's a lot of rappers, oh. right? With no, with no accountability. And they're out there just saying shit, but people mm. are listening. Yeah. Mm. Right. And yeah. then they get a conscience later when they start growing up mm. and then they change shit up. But how many lives were lost when yeah. you were given a platform yeah. that you weren't ready for? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like and cosmopolitan. The only thing yeah. that's the only thing that's different <clears throat> with that is rappers aren't promoted to be giving you life changing information. They they're are. promoted to entertain you. They're, now they they're still promo- may they're promoted, no, they're promoted to, to give you death, death information. information. So now we just you know, understood. So, no, understood. I, 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 see, I know. I see that. Way. Like I was kind of, oh no, no, but it was like not at all, bro. It's amazing. Yeah, it was yeah. The platform to give us. You're like, true. You went to school Man. and yeah. you're doing what needs to be done to give yeah. us the correct, proper, the proper, um, and you have to get it yourself because they're not giving it to us. But yeah. they'll give us rap. They'll give these people yeah. that aren't. Yeah, you're talented, but you don't have. You should not be given the platform you're given. Yeah. And and it takes us dollars. It takes us a lot of time yeah. to be given the proper proper platforms to be Agreed. able to save yeah. and help lives. Have yeah. you seen the... Yeah. Uh, so, you're not wrong man. with that, bro. Command. You're not wrong, you're not wrong with that. Have, you seen, wrong have that. you seen the Michael Smith uh, Jacksonville TED Talk where he talks about normalizing black murder? Yes. The white yep. pastor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, Crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. no, that, I mean, that, that stuff is so... And it's such a... that's a, Man, that's a whole other conversation, right? <laughs> as far as, you know, all of that is concerned. And I love to have that, you know, combo. It's just a trip because, like I said, so many people... Our coaches and it kind of waters down things. Yeah. So it's so when I even introduce myself, it's like, what do you do? I don't say I'm a coach. I say I'm president of branching out coaching and training services. Mm-hmm. Oh, what does that mean? Now I can actually have a conversation with you right. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Versus saying I'm a life coach. Nah, like, nah. Like, uh, I'm in that. Ca- <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm grouped over here with the person. You know what I mean? That may or may not know what they do. Be taking this seriously. May right. or may not because I'm not dissing. Everybody, but I'm absolutely dissing some. No, serious. Because so often we we want to sugarcoat everything mm-hmm. and make everybody happy. Feel good, but yeah. if you whack, you whack. But certain, being certified is not dissing anybody. So you're not, yeah. you're accrediting yourself. Mm-hmm. You're certifying yeah. 
what, and it's people. You, you can even yeah. get the education and not take it seriously. Right. I know whack psychiatrists, mm. whack <laughs> psychologists that is doing more damage because they don't care mm -hmm. because they ain't got the empathy. Question. They don't care to train themselves from a cultural standpoint, so they're not qualified to deal with a black man. Mm -hmm. But so when they get, mm. you know what I mean. Right. So I'm Think not saying the lack of education make you garbage. The lack of caring makes you garbage. Okay, yeah, I, I didn't even consider the other side. You know, it's just, like, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't. Just in general. No, I'm just, but I ain't mad at you. Because in, yeah. in child care and services and all that, yeah. it's different when you, you, you black and you in child care services because yeah. you you know that life or you yeah. you, uh, you know somebody like that. You, yeah. You've been mm -hmm. that or whatever. Yeah. So you have you can't not care. Yeah, you and relate. The, a yeah, and the yeah. moment you don't yeah. care, you got to leave because you can't yeah. even live with yourself. Yeah. We don't we don't have the luxury of the same uh, being d detached. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm -hmm. We carry our our uh, shit every day. We some of us, right? Mm -hmm. Some of us and we should. But some of us our egos get the best of us. We like to hear our own voice. Oh. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Some of us we want to sound good versus be good. We want to mm. look rich versus mm. be rich. And there's a difference between the horn, appearance. Bro. They told me it was too loud. They said, they said it was too loud. They said the horn was too loud. So sorry horn, to everybody. The but that horn was, was a too horn loud. moment. It was a horn moment. moment. I, I've given Paul an applause. Man, that's, that's, that's really, really a big deal. And I hear people say some things and it sound good the way they say it, man. And you send it, people are sitting there. And I'm talking about single moms that spent their last check to go to a seminar. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And they need this to work. They trying to pay for this, this, and this, and this. And they spent their last to show up to get some truth mm -hmm. that's going to help change their life, right? That's going to guide them. And you just running your mouth. Yeah. You just running your mouth. Like and when they go to the wrong church. Bruh. <laughs> Please don't get me started. All on I can them. do is give an applause. I, I can't just do the horn right now. Just because you sound good when you talk don't mean you're worthy of being listened to. Mm. Heavy. Yeah, that's real. That's real. But, um, you know, and, and going to that and, and even speaking of, like what you said uh, about uh, people giving their last and, and trying to yeah. go see somebody, you know. Yeah. It's like at the end of the day, unless you're having a one-on-one -on -one conversation, like with a coach like yourself that's certified that can really help you. Yeah. Outside of that, it's just like who you feel better listening to. Mm -hmm. Like E.T., the hip-hop preacher, is kind of saying the same thing that Gary Vee is saying, that, which is the same thing that this yeah. dude over here is saying. It's just about how you relate can, to it. Who that. can permeate, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Who, who, who you can take the info, who you can relate to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Frequency. Most, and that can inspire you to move on you can allow yourself to be motivated to move on into a personal development journey, mm -hmm. you know, so now you're growing. Oh, I need these books. I need this now. I need to, you know, when I coach with folks, man, we're going through books. Yeah, They're pumping. You can't coach with me or not and refuse to read. Mm -hmm. So there's so no way I could take your life. There's so no talk way about a couple of books level. that have uh, changed your life. Oh, I, man. I, like I, I have a couple that, that I like to refer 
people to as well. Without a doubt. Um, man, I was actually in a uh, used bookstore today, and I saw a young brother. I was at Bookman's. I love used bookstores. 19th Go to 19th <laughs> Avenue. I was there. I'm in the house. Because it's such a weird place. I didn't bought Nintendo All games, kind of cartridges. <laughs> I got figurines. <laughs> I love Bookman, so yeah, I'm such yeah, a fan. And the cool thing about going to used bookstores instead of just ordering everything on Amazon, you get to see what's the book next to the book you're looking for. Yeah. I found books while searching for other books. Yeah. So my library, you know, I, I believe that your library should um, should always look too big for your house. <laughs> it should be uncomfortable. It should be like, dang, this. I mean, you need a bigger house, and your house will grow to fit I your library. To, I was going to hit the, you gonna hit the yeah, your yeah, dig yeah, on that? That was a your dig moment. I'm over here like, do so recipes? the young man was in. <laughs> recipes, man? <laughs> a library full of recipes? Like, what you got, bro? Because my stuff is bigger than my house. <laughs> Maybe that makes sense. I like what you're saying. I didn't change my, my, my library. <laughs> <laughs> but that brother was looking at economics, so I asked him. He was looking at stocks and things, so I asked him, and he was standing in front of Freakonomics. Have yeah. you ever read Freakonomics? May I suggest it? Malcolm Gladwell. Mm. Start with Tipping Point. Yeah. Outliers. Blink. Phenomenal books. Yeah. Um, books I started with some of my young men. They want to move into finances. Richest Man in Babylon. Mm -hmm. mm. Great start a book, right? Um, you're talking about change. Who moved my cheese? Mm -hmm. You're yeah. trying to connect mm -hmm. with who you are. Autobiography of Malcolm X. I mm. need you to read that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you can understand the journey, the process, and your mistakes don't define your tomorrows. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and so, and once we get some ethics behind you, once we get a strong moral foundation, we can move into more strategic books right. like 48 Laws of Power, like The Art of Seduction, like um, Thick Face, Black Heart, like yeah. Sun Tzu. Art of War. Mm. You can't skip the yeah, because those 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 are not. I wouldn't call them immoral, but they're amoral. Gotta watch yourself. They are amoral. They're not right. trying to get you to be a good person. Right. Mm. right. <laughs> 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 gotta watch yourself on forty eight. Forty eight. They teach you, but you learn strategies and you learn. That's just psychology. Yeah. You all you learn the things that others make. My, I read 48 Laws of Power to my son in the womb. Mm. In the womb is what I read to him. And I got him reading it now. And you know what he said? I told him that. He said, that's crazy because I feel like I read it before. Mm. <laughs> I swear to God, he said, it's, it tripped me out. And it's not, I don't want you to apply all of these things because some of these are not cool things to do. Facts. Yeah. But I need you to be able to identify when somebody trying to pull it. Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't want you to rob people, but I need you or to know. Somebody trying to twist to that thumb screw. Yeah. Even when you naturally are doing some of those things. Right. You put a conscious to it. Absolutely. And then you, now you absolutely. Make a so absolutely. Absolutely. But so we, we got to get to everybody too. So man, no, I'm done. I'm done. Man, because you know we'll be Thank here for, forever. I, I defer. Part of me, I get excited. Man. No, I appreciate it. I, it's, it's funny because January 2019 had a conversation with his brother. I want to say somewhere about December, mm -hmm. January, when he was getting ready to start that. So sure did. it's crazy to be sitting that. here with him at this point in time to see where he is because, you know, we were able to sit down with him and see his plan um, going forward. So Thank you, and something else, too, is that um, why I'm here right now is because of brothers like him, because of brothers that I got introduced to him by Harvey Hill, um, brothers that are in business that that kind of push you to pull better out of yourself. So for him to be here saying the things that he's saying, and I've heard these, this stuff already, I'm impressed because this brother and his 
drive and his energy is kind of what pulled me to this space right now. Because when you have ideas and you just leave them idle, they just become ideas that somebody else has. Mm. <clears throat> so kind of the reason why I'm here is because of this brother. So it's apropos that we sitting here together because uh, what I do is a front door. I started a front door as a nonprofit because... What's the name of the... What's the it's called of? a front door. The, the front door. A front door. Of a front door. Yeah. Yes, okay. So the reason why it's called a front door is I started case management in uh, 2014. I'm a behavioral health case manager. I work with seriously mental ill people. Roughly six months into this job, it became a habit of me telling people, I can't send you anywhere. There's nowhere I can put you to house you. I can send you to the shelter, but you got to get there by a certain time because if you don't, it's full. It became a normal thing for me to tell people there's no housing for you. There's nowhere where we can put you to get you safe for the night. Um, I'm driving home one day, jumping off the freeway, see a homeless guy sitting there. I see him every night. And usually I'm one of those people that have this idea like, you young, fresh shave, go get a job. You know, that was me. And this week I had one of them weeks where nothing was right, nothing was going right for me, nothing was going right for anybody else. I get home, pull in the garage, jump out the car, sit on the couch, do my normal stuff. I'm sitting there for a minute and I look at my front door and I realize that I take that front door for granted. There's a lot of protection, there's a lot of safety, there's a lot of comfort that we get from being able to close a front door. And there's a whole lot of people in Phoenix and in this world that don't have that ability. And, you know, it drove me on this path because I learned what Maslow's hierarchy of needs was. Yes, sir. Mm. And what that is for people that don't know is there's a hierarchy that you have to seek um, oneness, I guess, with yourself. At the bottom of that is shelter, food, water, and safety. Those are the one, that's, basic that's the basic necessities that a human being needs to rise to whatever it is that they're going to get to. So I'm dealing with people with mental illness. How can I ask a person to take medication, come to counseling, make an appointment, do anything responsible when their every waking moment is trying to figure out where they're going to sleep that night? So I created a front door because a front door is what's necessary in everybody's life for them to have some foundation to build themselves from. That's dope. Um, today, I mean, COVID is messing things up because every day in Maricopa, every not every day, every January in Maricopa County, they have what's called a pit count. The pit count picks a night every year that counts how many people are homeless in Maricopa County. Last year, that number was, sorry, I got my notes here. I have my notes here. <laughs> Last year, that number was, sorry, should be better than this. 7,419 7, people experiencing homelessness in Maricopa. in Maricopa. That's men, women, children. Uh, roughly about 2,100 of those people are experiencing mental illness and uh, substance abuse, which is what we call as uh, co-occurring things. 50-something percent of those people are housed in shelters or temporary living. The rest of those people are living on the streets. So my company was built 
to figure out and create ways to house these people. Um, I've had a number of conversations with people, and I don't know if this is where I'm supposed to go with it, but I'm going to go with it there. I've had a number of conversations with people, and the question is always, why do people? Why are people homeless? You know, some people just want to be homeless. Yeah, there are some people that want to be homeless. They're, I call them professional homeless people. And let's imagine how long you got to be on the street to be a professional homeless person. Mm-hmm. A professional homeless person, in my opinion, is somebody that has perfected how to find safety on the streets, has perfected how to find food, has perfected how to to care for their personal items, and knows where to go on any given day to make sure that they're safe. That's a professional homeless person. We are in the greatest country in the world, and we have 7,000 people on one night that don't have a home. Just in the county, not even the whole state. Yeah. yeah. So... You know, I'm a, I, I, I listen to the podcast a lot. I, I don't have a chance to listen to it um, live because I got a six and a four-year-old. Yay. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Seven o'clock is like bath time, bedtime, refereeing. But, <laughs> you know, you, you talk all the time about empathy and having empathy. And, and, and empathy and compassion is what drove me here because it's amongst brothers like this that I learn what my power is and my mm. power is the ability to have a heart for other people and care for other people and um, want to see everybody live a normal life yeah. so um, one of the arguments that I've had with people is how are you going to house these people or you know how are you going to deal with paying rent every day uh, you know what happens when you have to evict somebody that's a capitalistic mindset and mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I love capitalism. I mean, it's a part of this country. It's sewn in. There's problems with it, but, you know, yeah. if, if, if this was a, capital, a capitalistic society, we all wouldn't be sitting here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the end of the day, your capitalism shouldn't drive you to not have empathy and compassion for somebody. Come on, man. You know, yeah. if you're a billion-dollar corporation, how is it that you can't give 1% back to people that have absolutely nothing? Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean... These are conversations that I'm having every day. I literally had a conversation with somebody two days ago, a 60-something-year-old woman that's couch surfing on her son's couch because she gets 700 and some odd dollars a month in Social Security, and you got to make $18 an hour in Maricopa to get a one-bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did the math on that. That's like $27 wow. a day. Who's living on that? Right. And then... You know, you have homeowners that are saying or apartment owners that are saying, well, guarantee my rent every month and I'll rent to these people. Most of these people have vouchers. Most of these people have income. But what's what capitalism drives our society up to a point where you got to make what's not there to live. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hmm. in this day and time, we got people that are two checks away from being homeless. Right. And coronavirus is showing a lot of people what their money really looks like. Yeah. And there's more people that could be in this position that we won't even know this year because they can't do the pit count. They've, they've decided yeah. not to do it. Wow. So um, interesting that you say people need coaching. I'm new to this. Like, that's why I said I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be here because there's so many people with platforms that are giving me an opportunity to talk that are people that are hearing this. But I've had that problem where – I'm a I'm 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 working myself out of that worker mindset yeah. into that corporate mindset. Yeah. I, I literally had to call Harvey one day and was like, "Yo, man, at what point do you change and understand that you have a right as a 
as a company owner to sit in with a CEO. Yeah. Like I was afraid to call a CEO because I got a worker's mentality. <laughs> and yeah, I had to call a brother to, to kind of give me that confidence to say, yo, you on equal footing. You know, so Absolutely. once again, you strike again, bro, and I appreciate it, man. Bro, yeah. I'm listening to you like, damn, oh, man. <laughs> like what you doing? Ugh. Yo, and, and you mentioned platforms and influence and things like that. And like, um, you know, you've been saying a lot of great things about me and I really appreciate it. <laughs> but, you know, my thing was um, I have a responsibility as a black man to, um, you know, do more for not only my community, but any community that I'm a part of, whether I'm from here or not. Mm -hmm. I'm from Greenville, Texas, but I live in Dallas. So if I'm in Dallas, then I need to be in the hood where the people need it at. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and and I come from, you know, um, like my mom was a, um, she used to work uh, at the Boys and Girls Club. She was a director at the Boys and Girls Club, you know, and now she works in housing and mm -hmm. commerce. Mm -hmm. Uh, my dad, uh, he just died uh, in September from cancer. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, sorry. I appreciate you. Yeah. But he was a retired uh, engineer, but he was also a pastor, and he was on the board for the United Way, okay. and he uh, volunteered at the Salvation Army. So the way I look at things is like, there's no way I can be successful and not give back. Yeah. And so you know me for a lot of times for throwing big parties and mm -hmm. doing entertainment stuff, and it's cool and all of that. What was one of the most impactful things we did together, though? Um, probably some charity or something. I came out there, and the there was a flood in Texas? Yes. Yes. We, yes, it was in Houston. Mm -hmm. When we when we uh, got the donations at Park Ave and, mm -hmm. and took a truck down to Houston. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, and then when you talk about people that are in need, even with this tour that we're working on now, like typically we're trying to keep people safe and, and make it COVID friendly. So we're asking people to drive through, pop their trunks, and we put a food box in the yes, car, sir. you know. But when we were in, I believe Miami, that we were in Overtown. Mm. In that neighborhood, people don't really have cars yeah. like that. Yeah. So you're seeing people pushing baby strollers with a box trying to get it. Wow. Uh, old women trying to carry it. Yeah. You yeah. know, and there's nothing that we can do because there's so many people. That it's like we can't carry all the boxes. Right. to, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's yeah. just seeing it that way. And then there's another e event that I do every year in, uh, in Dallas. Uh, it's called Operation Turkey. And so I found an organization that they provide – uh, hot meals on Thanksgiving morning, and and they pay for everything. All I had to do was just tell them where to bring it, and then I get it out wow. in the hood. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so it just frustrated me because I'm like, man, why did I not know about this yep. one, and two, why were they not already distributing meals in this area? Yeah. Mm. So I've been doing it for three years, and then I, even with that, I started kind of thinking like. Okay, I got to keep using my platform for these type of things. Yeah. And you know how, like, when people give away frozen turkeys, uh, you know, right before Thanksgiving or right. before Christmas, it's like, man, if if I if my family ain't got it like that, nine times out of ten, if you give me a big 25-pound frozen <laughs> turkey, right. I'm not going to be able to put nothing with it. I'm probably mm -hmm. not going to be able to cook it. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Right. So that's why on Thanksgiving morning, we try to give away hot meals. Yeah, right. Because yeah. all we got to do, and then if people can't get to the location where we're giving them out, we're, we're taking volunteers and sending them out into the neighborhoods. Wow. 
you know, or going to the areas where we know homeless people typically yeah. uh, congregate at. Yes, sir. And, and so this year when I was leaving, like, my last drop-off, I went to an area downtown Dallas. And so this place was normally a nice restaurant called Iron Cactus. Two, two three stories, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But now it's just like a hangout for, you know, for homeless people or whatever. Right. And so I'm dropping off plates and plates and plates, and I'm like, what else y'all need? they like, man, can you just give us some water because we got dogs over here too. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's just amazing yep. that, like, yep. that they still trying to, they not, they're not worried about themselves. Yeah. They're still trying to take care of their animals. Yeah. And, you know, so it's just. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes it's only friends they got. Yeah. You're right. You know, somebody that, I mean, it makes okay. you feel good to be able to love something. Mm -hmm. You know, it, I'm always amazed when people judge those that's struggling mm -hmm. and they have a dog or, you know, they judge what people may spend their food assistance on and things <sighs> like that. Don't just educate yeah. or better yet, learn, learn, find out why. Find out why. And, you know, just that connection is just really massive, man. You brothers are impressive. And I love what you're doing, man. Appreciate it. And you as well, Appreciate obviously. It. So all you brothers are impressive. Dope. We this is really dope. Like Thank I said, you, you guys dope. you guys have elevated, you know, the platform just by being here and explaining, you know, your purpose and uh, what's behind it, the basis. Because I think it's important for people to understand what is driving you or who helped you to build that custom because what's, for, your, what's your website if you'll say yeah. your website and how people it's, can get involved because i want you to make sure you do that as well so it's called afd.org afdinc.org um you're probably not going to see very much i'm gonna be real honest with everybody i'm tech dumb and i hate social media <laughs> so <laughs> i'm gonna, still we'll coach you out of that yeah yeah, yeah. We'll <laughs> i'm still <laughs> working the little fine details of the website because i've been trying to do everything on my own yeah um and my social medias are going to be dark right now because i just haven't dealt with it i, I mean yeah. i'm sporadic on social media as it is and yeah. I had a best friend of mine tell me, hey, man, you don't have to step outside yourself, something you told me as well. Um, and that's why I'm here because, like my wife will tell you, I've been anxious about this for the last two, three days. You know what I mean? Because I, I have a problem with hearing myself speak and seeing myself on TV, even though I play basketball almost my whole life. Yeah. But when you got a passion for something, you know what I mean? You got to step outside yourself to, to kind of push it out there. And so, I'm glad you came, man, because I saw you come to that door. I was like, yes. Because yeah. I knew, I was like, oh, man, I don't want to talk to myself about the cover. Come on, <laughs> come on, come on, man. Let's yeah. go. I mean, you, and, and if you need help with the uh, social media aspect, yeah, he, you can always he, he hire an assistant, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, that delegation, you know yeah. what I mean? Stay in, your, stay in your lane. Brother, what you're doing, few people can figure that part out. Yeah. You didn't figure out how to start the company Go to, you know, this. You, you got the vision. Yeah. It's some folks that they know how to do websites and social media and want to be a part of something bigger, but they don't know what. Yeah. They don't have the vision. You know what I mean? If so, y'all out there, holler at me. You know, but we got to be willing to, you know, act, act, you know, just say what we don't need. Yeah. And that's where that, you know, not saying it's you, but sometimes ego or not wanting to admit a weakness, especially as a yeah. black man, that's not a popular thing to do, is admit a weakness is to say, because, ah, man, and, and tell me if I'm off on this. Tell me if I'm off on You're this. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're raised with something to be, that we're very proud of as a black community, right? Mm. Which is clowning each other. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's that's generations deep in us. Crying right? in the bucket mentality. Man, but not even that kind of clowning. Like just playing the dozens, right? Even with friends and stuff like that. But part of me feels like it's done so heavily amongst mm. us that we're afraid to expose a weakness sometimes because that may get clowned. Yeah, like we don't you know what I mean? We don't want to look dumb because that may get highlighted. Mm-hmm. We don't want, and so it doesn't really give us a space all the time. I'm not saying we shouldn't clown each other. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we shouldn't joke and stuff like that. But maybe sometime it could go a little far because I know just as black men, man, it's hard for us to say what you just said. Oh man, I don't know. And you say it make me feel comfortable. Like I'm glad I ain't the only one. I can't stand social media. So the the dozens sometimes creates an air of self doubt. You walk sometimes you walk away with that in your soul, in your spirit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it ain't you know I ain't saying we get rid of it or whatever, but mm-hmm. I think it's worthy of thought. Well, I yeah. think also what we do unconsciously a lot of times is 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 minimalize things, right? Mm. So I caught myself and I stopped doing it, always calling something that I'm not a part of smaller than me. Oh, yeah, mm. I see you doing that little podcast. That little. <laughs> oh, my God. That ass, right? So it's like, Ooh. I had to, like. That's it's, huge. It's in me yeah. always. And I see people doing it. you doing me. that little poetry thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, so a good friend of mine, Huggy Lowdown. I used to work for Tum, Tum Joyner. Uh-huh. I used to be Tum's assistant. Oh, man. Yeah. So Huggy Lowdown is a, a comedian that would always be on Tom Joyner's show. Okay. And so. He he said that little is a hate word. Oh, mm. I see you got a little boy. Absolutely, mm-hmm. with a little Absolutely. money. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it's so minimizing. I see your little Tesla out there. <laughs> you know but little, little is a hate word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, man, oh, you got that little bitch. That's you. If you really peel it back, what are you hating? Success. Because talk about what it. you think it, somebody else's success. It's, it's about me, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Why do I have to make what you do smaller to make me feel bigger, relevant, or bigger? Not like, even bigger, but just at the level. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm realizing that there's something shining in you. And maybe I don't have that or realize what I have that's shining in me. So when I see that, if I don't see it in me, then in order for me to feel comfortable in this space, I have to dim what you have. So I think bringing that up is is so Man, what I'm loving, and the reason I'm smiling like this is because the very thing we're talking about, the very dilemma, the very challenge amongst us as black Mm. men we're talking about we're in the act of countering that mm-hmm. you, just with this conversation, right. loving yeah. on each other, right? Yeah. You know, I make it, I make it a point mm-hmm. to tell black men I love them. Mm-hmm. Right. I go for my boys, love you, bro. I make sure that love, right? And so just us having the conversation about it. And there's a whole movement mm-hmm. of self-love, mm-hmm. of show each other love. I, man, it's awesome. And it's all, it, it is one of the good things on social media. But you know what's, you know, we got to do more great. of though. It's weird because I, I think about this, the clarity. We get to a certain age where things become clear. Yeah. But I look mm-hmm. back like, what the fuck was I doing between 20 and 20 other than surviving? Yeah. But I didn't have, I tell everybody now I'm 45. So I'm like, man, I'm 20 again. Yeah. I would never want to be 20 again. I'm 20 Ever. now because I got more money. I know what to do and I know how to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm good. I earn these grades. My, my kids are grown. I'm good, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, so now this has to happen. This is why we have the mentor. Yes. And it's like, I'm looking at now, okay, how do I touch those kids that don't want to hear us or don't want to listen to us but need to hear us? Yeah. Like, and don't need to be, I told you so, it just needs to be planted and it'll grow when it needs to grow. Right. But it needs to grow quicker than 40. Yeah. It needs to grow at 22, 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It needs to grow because I'm noticing in my children 
and the way I was raised, you almost mentors don't exist, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, other cultures, so, nepotism, we don't have that. Right. My my children got a building that can do all the stuff they do. They do the same thing I do. Mm-hmm. Some come, some won't. They got to get it on their own. Mm-hmm. And I'm like the poison that, and it's not them. It's it's our culture of mm-hmm. we have to do it on our own in order for it to be credited. I want to be mm-hmm. proud of of getting on my own. I don't want nobody to get credit. There's it's a, like yo, bro, you got it so a, wrong. Yeah, man, yeah. you 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 hit something really dope because there's a study. That was done that I, um, I read on bankruptcy. So when I'm working on my dissertation on is succeeding um, without family support, right? So let's say you come from a family that's not massively supporting you, but you succeeded anyway through college, through business ownership. How, right? So that's why I'm excited to work on. But um, this study said how black business owners avoid filing for bankruptcy. Right. So they file for bankruptcy at a way less number mm. than their white counterparts who file for use bankruptcy as a tool, as a tool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. bankruptcy as, as a, tool. a tool. But yeah. what it is, we have been hit with you're lazy. You don't know what you're doing. And when you're transitioning just off what you said, this is so perfect, man. Can I talk to the CEO? I have to rep. I have to get myself together. To have conversations with certain levels, I gotta remind myself I'm dope, mm-hmm. man. I'm dope, even with everything I've done. Yeah. I still feel small if I don't check it, mm-hmm. because yeah. as a black man, I'm told that I'm more comfortable being, you know, H from out west. You know what I'm saying? In Chicago, that's comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So me talking to the million dollar cat. I'm almost like, man, do I even deserve to be in this conversation? Am I going to screw something up? I'm going to use the wrong fork. You know what I mean? Just that kind of mentality. But we got to talk ourselves out of that. So it's a reason why we behave that way. And we got to keep reminding ourselves. And I had some, and I'm done with this. I had some brothers that got their PhDs. Once they found out I was getting mine, they would, you know, they was like, let me, let me lay this on you, bro. Exactly. You You deserve, man. They said, let me lay this on you. You deserve to be in that. If you're the only black person in the room, you deserve to be in that room more than anybody else in that room. Mm. They can't touch you just by the fact of society mm. putting extra barriers in front of you to keep you out of the room. You the God So if man. you made it to the room, you overcame more obstacles to get in the room. So you actually deserve the room. And all quality isn't based on money, even though we're in a capitalistic right. society. Right. Yeah. Money doesn't justify all levels of awesome. What's interesting, though, is um, culturally, we have to do a better job of understanding that stop trying to make a castle out of a stepping stone. We'll try to mm. we'll try to make a castle that's mm. a stepping stone, and I, I say that because, like you'll see culturally families will live together mm-hmm. until they all get a house. Mm-hmm. One thing you'll see in the in our culture is, is I can't live with nobody else. Da, da, da. Got it. And it's like then you're not even poor. you're surviving. You're not even living. good as the enemy yeah. of great. You, you know what I'm saying? But we'll we'll try to make that little thing we got a castle. Yeah. And it's like no, it's a stepping stone. We just had a conversation with a friend of ours about their house. That's your first house. It won't be your last. Absolutely. Don't put sentimental value in it. Long term vision. Look at the equity, but this is a yes, play. And, and, and you yes, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. Bankruptcy is a move. It's a move. And, and, but you take you take the pride, take all that out of there, and look at things. Now, don't just do it to be doing it. But you don't <clears throat> don't don't let your stubbornness uh, stop you from being effective yeah. and putting the wrong value in the wrong things. And just like we don't understand, um, you know, 
money from the standpoint of like life insurance and, and having affairs in order. <laughs> Brother, I just one more time, one more time, baby. One more time. Tell him. No, I just like got my, yes, sir. Like, one thing, like my dad left my mom straight. Yeah. My mom ain't got to work if she don't want to, period. Yes, sir. You know, yes, from sir. what he left in, you know, IRAs and what yes, he sir. left with his retirement. Yes, sir. He had a uh, a burial policy as well. Yeah. So, so although we were sad about his passing and things like that, like uh, one of the last things he told me was, I taught you everything that I could teach you. Uh, so he told me that. And he also said, okay, now call Randy, our financial yeah. advisor, mm -hmm. and do A, B, C, and D. So that way, you know, as opposed That's to huge. having a GoFundMe mm. when somebody passed away. Right. Mm -hmm. and every, or and, a car wash. Or, yes, uh, or things like that. Yeah. And so, and then, you know, we also have to understand, like I said, life insurance, because now I'm looking at it like, because as soon as he passed, my mom had me become power of attorney over everything. And I'm looking at like, okay, well, like, not only is this going to benefit my mom and me, but, like, no, my kids yeah, and their legacy, kids are going to be straight off of some of the things right. that my dad had already yep. put it's, in place. It's, it's not mm -hmm. a morbid, so me, keep it, it's not a morbid conversation. No. We make a no. The will in place, the life insurance yeah, yeah, in place. Morbid. It doesn't have to be morbid. I don't want to talk about that. No, no, no. Yeah. We, we, we need, need to, we and need to talk so about it. So let's talk about it when we're healthy. Because it's a fun conversation yeah. when we're all... Nobody don't. We don't know who's gonna die. So let's have the conversation now, Dad. Yeah. Like before, now now get everybody arguing over kind of stuff, and families do get broken up over that mm -hmm. that same thing Absolutely. because people don't want to have the conversation. And after that conversation, let's have the conversation about eating right. Let's have the conversation <clears throat> about um, health and working out and blood pressure. Let's have the conversation about these other things after we get these affairs in order because right. we yeah. got to have these health conversations yeah. as well and the mental health conversations mm -hmm. are you willing to see a therapist i believe everybody in america needs to see a therapist at some point be, yeah. i mean just the stuff we see vicarious trauma from just watching murder after murder after murder mm. it is traumatizing it's absolutely traumatizing so are we willing to do these different these different parts and you said something real powerful that your father told you you didn't have to figure it out. You didn't have to have all the answers. Go yeah. talk to the financial advisor. Yeah. Are we? What are we willing to spend our money on? And are we willing to bring in individuals that are masters at their craft? And in bringing in individuals as a black community, are we willing to see black professionals as equally? <laughs> As equally proficient we as we see white, white professionals, well, because nobody believes that circulate the bag. You know we, what I mean? We, we're we racist are, against ourselves. The self hate yeah. is real. We can't not be racist in a racist com I mean, country. It's impossible. We just don't want to call it it's that. Built in, but it's built in. It's a racist society. We have it too. We have to recognize it and then make the change. Studies have been done. It is black it folks, is even black people, see black business owners as unprofessional. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And different things. And you'll hear phrases like. Oh, see, doing that black business, you know what I mean? And they make <laughs> references, and it's like I didn't been to a, I didn't got a lot of business from white folk and people of all cultures. That's been janky. Mm -hmm. so, that's been janky. But I don't say, ooh, look at these white plumbers. So, you know so, I mean? so, and, and on that same thing, while we're talking about that, let's talk about black restaurants, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're a lot harder on a black restaurant. Yeah. We so hard we on it. We yes. done been to the we done been to the white steakhouse and they done messed our food up. They done we done found hair in the food. We you know, we might make a big deal in that moment 
and get some free or get another one or whatever, but we kind of leave it right there. But if if the black restaurant mess up, then we kind of like pass that on, like, oh, don't go there. You know they, you know. What I'm saying? It the, feeds the that subconscious. Though, the flip side though is enjoy what you do. Though let's be honest. Yeah. To me, it's easier to it's easier to forgive all that if if the person that's serving is enjoying what they do. A lot of times, good attitude. Good attitudes do, do, do yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot sure. for customer you. service. Uh, customer absolutely. service. Like yeah. everybody deserves. If I, everybody deserves that, and yeah. so I, I do hate. I will be honest and say, like you don't feel I'm worthy enough to be treated. Like a customer, yeah, and that's like, the other side of the conversation. Yeah, like, yeah the black I'm, excellence is the yeah, other side. Of that's the, the other I'm side of the conversation. You feel annoyed that I'm buying your food? You, yeah. like, right, right. You don't want me here? <laughs> like I've showed up with a big party to places, and they be like, oh, "How many of y'all is here?" Like, so, yeah, this a lot of money I'm bringing. But I think that our society doesn't allow us to have the nuanced conversation, right? So we just hit both sides of that. Right. Hey, have give some grace. Yeah. What a black business owner had to do just to get open. Mm-hmm. Give some grace. But then, hey, business owner. Make sure you yeah. got I need right excellence. People. I need black excellence. I need you to be on point. I need you to be on time. Yeah. I need these different things in terms of professionalism. Right. Or else it's disrespectful mm-hmm. to me as a customer. It's important you know for us I mean? to, to understand that our experience is unique. So yes. when we compare you know, other restaurants or other businesses, they're not going through the same thing. So our uh, transaction is not just, you know, service for dollar. There is, there's a service, there's a transaction of a dollar, but then as you alluded to also, there is the absolute feedback that is needed because at the end of the day, this is family. So you're not going to treat family business the same way that you treat unfamiliar business. So you have to give, that's a part of the transaction when you're doing family business. You have to give that feedback. Otherwise, they just operate in delusion. Give the feedback. How you do it is important. Number Mm -hmm. one, you don't do it with honor, do it with respect, do it as though they don't know. And, if they respond like they don't want it, like get out, whatever, they have disqualified themselves mm. from business ownership, regardless, black or not. You have gone above and beyond. Have to you? Understand. Is, is, it, is it not? Because it's, it's family, right? So if let's I got say family that can't come to my house, <laughs> facts. But let's that. if if <laughs> if people are not used to being in a position of power and they misuse the position of power, are they allowed the grace? Only if they welcome it. Okay. Only if they're open for learning. I can't work with anybody, regardless of whatever, that's not open for growth. Mm. Because nothing is gonna change until you're ready for change. I could tell you the best thing in the world, but if you're not welcoming it, right. then, yeah. and it's not that it's a give up, I didn't leave you behind. You chose to stay. Mm. So I don't own that. You can't You're save not putting everybody. that on me. Because guess what? I got 24 hours in my day. And I promise it's enough people that want it. Mm. Black folk that's trying to do it from the block. From the, that, you know, I'm not saying black folks that's already doing amazing. Mm. But it's people that want to get out that want the advice. That want the guidance. Mm. And honestly, you sitting here and I can... Foolish, this is not your time. Mm. I'm not saying it never will be, but you need some tough lessons. And I'm not going to always be willing to get in the way of God's lesson for you because your lesson may be to lose this business. 
And that may be how you learn. You learn more by losing. Sometimes the best thing you can do is leave somebody. You know what I mean? Or whatever. On God. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank so much. Kyrie Stanley. (laughs) HB, you know Desi in the building. Uh, This has been an amazing conversation. We want to make sure that we have free game that comes from it. Uh, What you've gathered here today is that you definitely need a a financial advisor, uh, a will, you need to make sure that you have somebody that's a power of attorney. And, of course, life see insurance. See a therapist. Um, and Instead understand what your you're partner. reading. Uh, maybe not read something that's above your little level so quickly. Maybe you leave Robert Greene for your second uh, level of books. You no, know, real, real you got to read that with the go Bible. Yeah, you you were talking about two books before we go yeah, to Black yeah, Jeopardy. Yeah, real, real, real quick. Um, uh, the Power of Who. Mm. That's, a, that's Wonderful. a great book. And, and, and it's about you know everyone that you need to know in order to be successful. Typically, when we start mm-hmm. something, we try to go outside of our circle of influence. Everyone has a circle of influence. If we go outside that circle of influence, then those people may not necessarily know us. Mm. But if you have a nonprofit organization and you need some help with it, instead of going to Joe Blow, who doesn't know you or doesn't know you very well, why not go to this brother over here who knows you great and he can co-sign you and then he has a circle of influence and then you grow exponentially based off of that. Yes, sir. So that's one. The other book is uh, The Psychology of Selling. And that's mm-hmm. about um, selling on the basis of, um, you know, a lot of times people try to sell sell you things based off the features and not off the benefits. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they sold me on the feature. I was like, you know what? When I'm traveling and I came and, and I'm in a, in a room that I don't recognize and I need to find my charger, I can say, oh, there it is. That's mine. <laughs> Be like, you stole my charger. How you know? Uh, <laughs> but the psychology of selling, if I were a car salesman and I was trying to sell you a car, I should have a conversation with you and find out that you got three kids and a wife. Uh, and so I should tell you how safe this car is as opposed to saying, oh, this car goes 100 miles an hour. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. that's selling on the benefits as opposed to selling on the features. And that's the psychology of selling? Yeah. And the power of now. And just real, real quick. I know. <laughs> from a book level. I am excited, and this is my first time publicly saying this. Uh-oh. I wrote a poetry book. Yeah, oh, man. oh! However, we breaking new news. This is new news. This is new news. Here, new here? news. New on news. On the mentor podcast, I've never we said got... it publicly. Ooh, we never said it. But I am um, about eighty-five percent done with my memoir. Woo! So I've been working on this. For Congratulations, years. brother! Thank you. And it's been an absolute insane journey wow. in the deepest process of reflection. I've it's been deep, like it's been, I didn't realize how much trauma I had in my life. Mm. And as I'm reading it and looking at my son, who was my age when some of the illest stuff in my life went down, like you talking about crying, typing, you know, having to put it away, can't even get back to it. It's bringing up memory, things that I forgot happened. I'm remembering smells and this and this and this, but talking about the book itself just really talks about being born a particular just wanting to be a happy little boy like all of us, mm-hmm. but being put in an environment where I would had to get trained to be a beast, to survive. Then I moved to Arizona and being a beast don't work. Mm-hmm. And I gotta find that peaceful young boy again. How do I refine myself, mm-hmm. you know, and rediscover who I am, right? And who I was before the extraness. So anyway, 
That's Thank what you, we brother, for sharing on, that. So we appreciate that. that. That's awesome. That, right? We're looking, we looking forward to that. I Absolutely. To I look forward to it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is <laughs> Black Jeopardy time. So, uh, everybody's got their buzzers. Right. They need them. Your turn. <laughs> everybody uh, want to play Jeopardy? What is, I watched it a couple times. Great, great. Oh, um, great. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, Dre's going to give R. us R. the rules. We're going to move into it because we're going extra long today. So, our amazing assistant producer, Drea is in the building. Drea, if you could, take over, please. Alright, so for those of you who are new to Jeopardy or Black Jeopardy, uh, your answers have to be in the form of a question. Again, questions start with who, what, when, where. Um, so basically, I think I went through all of them fresh. I mm-hmm. think I clarified, made sure everything was legit. There are no logistical <laughs> <laughs> That's what we have to problem last week. Yeah. <laughs> 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 As oh, usual. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully today we ain't going to have no issues. If we do, it's, it's all it good. Is it, is. it is what it we'll is. We'll be the first issue tonight. Uh, 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 where, where do you think Barbershop took place? Chicago. Chicago. Okay. Yeah. But the fact that you can answer that question correctly with that being not Chicago, something to be said for that. Okay. Carrying on. I don't know. You know Me neither. I don't know. Really Chicago? That's what they saying. I don't know. What's the most popular moisturizer that you remember growing up? Hair Pink. moisturizer. Hair moisturizer? Uh-huh. They saw fro. Damn. Uh, Pink moisturizer. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, pink was popular. Okay, all right. Um, Ultra on with Black Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> these are two questions I don't that think Ultra <laughs> <are> moisturizer. <laughs> these are inside I think jokes, brother. These are two yeah. questions that 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 I was like, what the hell? Yeah, took everybody out. Yeah. <laughs> what was the answer to that? I answered. Uh, I don't remember what that. It was Blue Magic, I think. No, it was Grease. It was Grease. Gre- it was Grease. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Blue Magic. It was Grease. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about back in the day, 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 day. Oh yeah. Okay. Today. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to start with our guest. We can start from this side. Obviously, if you answer it correctly, the board is yours. Um, the buzzer is where you buzz in. D. Scott, your name is your buzzer. Is that okay? Oh, yeah. You can say Scott. What? So just said his name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Your name. Your name. Your name. Your <laughs> oh, this is horrible. Uh, black sitcoms for 100. Black sitcoms for 100. <clears throat> now, this is a story. Fresh. What is the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? I saw you. I was about to bug it up. I was about to say, who? <laughs> uh, black sitcoms for 400. Okay, black sitcoms for 100. Was that me? <laughs> How, I didn't touch it. Okay. This popular sitcom was based at Clark Atlanta University. What is. Uh, different world. That is correct. Damn, it was a Clark. Well done. It was a Clark. Well, shit. For real, then. Huh? Guess like a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't a whole lot of black yeah, college sitcoms. <laughs> I'm like, if it was I thought it was him, man. I thought it 
it was him, man. No, it was Clark, yeah. The question is actually the popular sitcom was based at Clark Atlanta University and Spelman College in the 90s, although that was not the name of the school in the Gotcha. Show. Well done, mm. my friend. Well done. That's question. The board is yours. Black movie quotes for 500. 500. Yeah, he the right seat. You want to say 500? 500. Oh, this is Dre over here. <laughs> a wise man once said, look at the ocean and realize that no matter how famous you are or how much money you make, know that you'll never be as important as the ocean. Shit. Ice Cube. Hey. Y'all, a lot of y'all thought it was gonna be like, but you live, you live to fight another day. <laughs> y'all thought it was gonna be that. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been worth five hundred. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Jeez. That's what, see, see, Desi's smart. Desi, like, uh, so I'm you answer wrong, it goes negative points. Yeah. Yes, oh, I'll take the shot. Let's go. Who is Sam Jackson? Incorrect. Mm. Answer There's only is, two of them. What is poetic justice? Hmm. I do not remember. I don't remember that. But it was at the sea. Oh, and it was sitting at the sea. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Um, That's deep, though. Yeah, it was deep. Uh, black sitcoms for 500. Black sitcoms Dre for 500. Dre in the building. My spirit only. I'm going straight for 500s. <laughs> This highly underrated show starring four female leads spanned eight seasons. Scott. What is we living single? Yep. Yep. What is living single? It's not living single? He he went next. What is girlfriends? I was about to say. Oh, I, yeah, I, I was gonna say, I was gonna I was gonna do, if he messed well it up, I was gonna be in there. Well done. Yes, good one, sir. How many points I got? Nine hundred. Okay. Living single? Think about it. Oh, there's six. Well, um, but it still wasn't eight black seasons. Black icons for five hundred. Black icons five hundred. See, he going, but he ain't guessing. This man is famous for his actions, which helped end apartheid. He was Who is Nelson Mandela? Black icons for four hundred. Say what? He was Mandela. Oh, I thought you said, "Do we like Mandela?" Dare you? He almost lost a friend. Raised on the south side of Chicago, this black icon graduated from Princeton University. That was me. I hit that. That is never. Who is uh, Barack Obama? Incorrect. <laughs> he was raised in Hawaii. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he went to Harvard. That was my guess. Yeah. So I'm going to take that pass. <laughs> and he went to Harvard. What are y'all doing? <laughs> no, he was not raised on the south side of Chicago. He just went to Trinity. Raised on the south side of Chicago, this black icon graduated from Princeton University, then Harvard Law, on her way to becoming. Mm. You can't. Who is Michelle Obama? There you oh go. It was close. <laughs> Y'all gonna quit underplaying these sisters, you know what I'm saying? You know, the queens is real. That was my first initial thought, but I didn't want to lose no points. Okay. 
Oh, I see you identify. Well, don't be asked about my point. You <laughs> <laughs> counting my pockets, brother? No, 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 my pockets. Uh, in front of your little signature. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I know. <laughs> it's on the screen. Okay. Everybody okay. else can see it. Black icons for three. Black icons for three. This man started his career as a rapper, got his own sitcom. Who is Will Smith? Could have went a couple directions. Could have been LA. But they didn't get their own. I don't know. Anyway, who? In, in the house. Oh, yeah, he sure did. Damn, that's right. Nobody in the house. That. <laughs> LL, that man. LL. Um, Black Icons for two. Let's just take it all the way. Yeah. This man gave one of the most famous speeches of all time at the National Mall. Dr. Martin Luther King. Who is Dr. Martin Luther King? Who is Dr. Martin Luther King? Um, I corrected that before you hit your hand. That was corrected before the work. Before I finished, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. most honorable Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King's name, I brought it back to him. To in the spirit of the mentor podcast, the guest normally gets a gimme. So, is that a gimme? Yes, sir. Because you you. The first word. Gotta be a W come out. Yeah. But what if I no, say his sir, name? You like got a question a like gimme. Martin Luther King? No. <laughs> That's a question. Inflection, baby. That is a question. Dr. Martin Luther King? Rip? No. <laughs> a different word? Uh, uh, and then you got Hunter Shoulder. <laughs> this isn't the symbol for a who? <laughs> Music artist for 500. Black music and artist for 500. Uh, yeah. Uncle Charlie Wilson was the lead singer. Damn, who's the Gap Band? Bing. Charlie. Charlie Wilson. <laughs> uh, let's go movie quotes for 400, please. Did he say who was the Gap Band? He did. He said who was the Gap Band? What is the Gap Band? Who is the Gap Band? Did he say who? He said, it was a, it was a question. <laughs> <laughs> he said a question. Can we run the tape? Can you, can you ask the viewers, can you put in the comments of this? <laughs> the way they just treated me? And then, and then they were just so nonchalant. Mm. I hope you brought them the cup, too. Nope. Uh, I hope life and I hope you have all you dreamed of. Who is Whitney Houston? What the hell is the cut? Co- what? The, what is what is the? This is black movie quotes. It's black movie quotes. That sounds like a song. Is that black? What is oh, what is this? Black music and artists. No, no I okay. Movie quotes. Well, I well, I got that. Oh. Whatever it was. Well, I no. Whatever it no, was, Whitney. No. Whitney had something to do with it. Wait, 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 wait. Whitney, 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 Whitney was involved. That, that's not that's not the context of the question, Bodyguard. is it? Bodyguard. So, with black music and artists, we're looking for the singer and title. Yeah, that's but I, I won the last one, so I was going. Yeah. So, so wait, so mm-hmm. we're on black movie and quotes for four hundred. Wait, 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 wait. And that's fine. You can, you can. That's great, the but the question. <laughs> no, that question wasn't asked. That question yes, was. Asked. That question oh, was asked. So However, he needs to answer it correctly. Yeah. 
No, no, he can't answer a question to a. He didn't have the board. So that question just gets erased. You didn't have the board. You can't. I, did he hit the buzzer? No, 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 no. Anybody board, could answer the question. Oh, but the right question was It was. It, it, true oh, story, Davis. but that wasn't his fault. <laughs> but it's still my turn. So it's my, my point. Uh, it's my points in your turn. No. Cause the co- God, I feel like I'm in the sand <laughs> lot right now. You can have the board. <laughs> my ball. Just give me my point. Did, no. did he hit the buzzer? No, Give you the, the point if the you answered it perfectly. But again, but it also seems like you didn't do that. I did not hit the buzzer because <laughs> all this I arguing and I'm still I'm down five hundred points. Oh, you was over here checking my points, brother. If they hit like, so let me ask you, if they do a clap instead of a gun on the starting blocks, you not running? Almost gave you credit. Welcome so the gift, white. the gift is not taking them points from you. Exactly. Welcome to being white. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ran up on that capital. It didn't work out when they came to get you. <laughs> <laughs> them feds, you, you ran up on that capital with them horns. You ain't know them feds is going to come to Arizona. <laughs> the last movie folks 400. Okay. My apologies. Person one. So what is the difference between rap and hip hop? Person number two. It's simple. It's like the difference between saying you love somebody and what is love and hip hop. Luckily, that was a hundred. <laughs> it was four hundred. If you just let oh, me, you gonna finish it. God don't like it. So, what is the difference between rap and hip hop? Person two. It's simple. It's like the difference between saying you love somebody. What you over there doing? What you over there doing? My son is hungry. I was checking the text. We don't know that. How good am I with this phone? I'm like, I'm typing a whole quote out. <laughs> so rap is just a word. I just gave y'all the answer though. What? The wrong one. But it was yeah, wrong. But based on that, y'all should be able to get this. Really? Yeah. That don't sound like a basketball. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, I said, I said basketball. You said, said hip hop. Did he say love and hip hop? <laughs> yes. Was it love and basketball? Was that the name of it? No, no. You got points to give away, so. I'm good. Hey. I was either going to say. It's brown sugar. Yeah, I was either going to say brown sugar or I was going to say. Brown sugar. Oh. Never saw that movie. They had the Dalmatians, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Dalmatians, man. It was true. I'm still waiting on the album. Let me do black quotes for three. I was either going to say that or. Uh, 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 eight Mile. Man, I knew what it was. You said Eight Mile? Is that considered a black movie? Maybe Eight Mile. I don't know. Person one. Sir, we just want to talk. Person two. You want to talk? All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Person one, we're not immigration. Person two, they can't hear you because they still they still shooting at you. Oh, I know what that is too. I know what it is. You ain't got you ain't got no point, so you might as well just hit that and guess. <laughs> Help us out. For real. Oh, no. um, um, um. So we, so we can figure out what it ain't. Oh, <laughs> uh, what is um, Bad Boys 1? Mm-hmm. Incorrect. God, I'm 
So we know that's not it. Yeah, that ain't a process of elimination. <laughs> Neither do <laughs> yeah. yeah, you'll say bad. Three of them. I think he was. Yeah. He's just, somewhat in the area. Stop at bad boys. <laughs> I felt like he was in the area. Sorry. And Martin, my dude. Martin, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry, sir. It was one of them. God dog it. Let's do black movie quotes for 200. Black movie quotes. I don't know. You're going to get both right and wrong at the same time. Put some hot sauce in my fresh. What is Friday? Some hot sauce on my burrito, baby. Oh, actually, that is incorrect. God yeah. damn, it's the other Friday. Fuck, I knew it. What is next Friday? <laughs> and you didn't even say a question, did you? I did. Did you? I did. <laughs> 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 Fucking trivia. You and me both pop culture. Pop culture, five hundred. Ain't no black books up here about this. <laughs> <laughs> we knew you was coming. First Clearly. black show on the Disney Channel. Oh, God. Disney. Black show. Um, God damn it. I should know this, I think. What show is the Proud show. Family? Man, it was who? Sure it was. Uh, see, I, that was <laughs> touch and go. So it's not that Doc McStuffins? Well right. I said, so it's not Doc McStuffins? Doc McStuffins. That's not Disney, is it? No, Dr. Mustafa. I, I never, oh, heard yeah. never heard of Dr. Mustafa. Yeah, never heard of Dr. Mustafa. I'm over here thinking about the Disney app. I'm like, was it Beyonce? <laughs> That's my excuse. Black sitcoms for three hundred. Black sitcoms three hundred. I would embarrass myself with that one. This show starred six African Americans in their mid to late twenties. What is living single? That Thank is. you. Appreciate you. <laughs> he fed that one. He was like, no, it was six people there. Like, I was like, it's only a few of them. Hold on. That was some good recall you had like, there, brother. Martin. Well played. Fun fact, the show is actually the inspiration for Friends. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. They didn't have and they didn't have no black good. friends. Right. No, they had one. I'm gonna loop something. They back did? They did in Friends. The you one sure? sister. How long was she on the show? One episode. One. That's not a friend. <laughs> That's not a friend. She, she was an associate. She worked at the coffee shop or something. She was a what cover. Was Pop culture for 400? Pop culture 400. What, what are the points looking like? Because I feel like I'm back in it. I don't know. 1100. And what he got? <laughs> okay. What's Close. What this guy got? Okay. What symbolic hairstyle has been adopted by mainstream media? One of them braid styles. <laughs> what are cornrows? Incorrect. God damn. Um, what are dreads? Correct. Ain't that a braid style? Is it dreads it is. or is it or is it locks? Oh, I guess no. I, mean, I said one of them braids. We, we don't. So. Technically, is dreadlocks, but I will accept dreads. Ooh boy. Mm-hmm. Scott, um, and 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 dreads aren't braids. They're not. They're, they're locks. They're so not. Different. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'll take a pop culture. <laughs> I'll take a pop culture for 300, please. Pop culture, 300. This man was the voice of Mufasa. Who is here? James Earl Jones. That is correct. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. 
is the daddy from coming to the <laughs> Who is Darth Vader? <laughs> Brother. Who is Roots? Brother James. Can I do pop culture for 200? He, he did Othello too, didn't he? He did Othello at one point, but um, That's Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne was the main cat to do Robert Othello. Townsend starred in this movie where he gave. What is Hollywood Shuffle? What is Meteor Man? He's in games. He's like games. He's known as the superpowers. Hollywood <laughs> Shuffle, a classic. That was a yeah, life changer. I was about to say, five, as soon as he messed up, I'm going to be like, five. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get like five points for honorable mention. Um, let's go black sitcoms. I got a podcast and I had Leon on my show. Cool, dude. was outside the whole time with perfect Wi Fi. <laughs> At a bus stop. You knew it was time to go if you heard, you know what? Get to step in. What is Martin? What is the Martin show? No. My hand was back Martin. here. My hand was here. <laughs> what, what is the Martin show? No, it's just Martin. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's go with black movie quotes for 100. Black movie quotes for 100. There ain't enough points for me to be good. <laughs> but like I need y'all to step y'all points up. Points. I don't show up for a hundred. While I'm over here down a thousand. <laughs> no, you ain't got no. Oh yeah. <laughs> like actually. Fifty million dollars. Who do you think you got, Chelsea Clinton? What is? <laughs> got it. What is wrong? <laughs> I don't have the name for it. I know the movie well. I don't have the name for it. I forgot. Impressed. Yep. You showed me right. Butters, butters. I did. And I heard fifty million dollars. You know what I thought about? Dave Ship fucking Pell. Oh. Uh, what is "Don't Be a Menace to Society" by Drake and Hood? What is Rush Hour? Yeah. Ooh. Good. Uh, good. 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 Can you say? The first one was just Rush Hour. I, I know. I was sure there was no twos on there. We all, we all yeah. be in here like, uh, <laughs> What points he got? He has 1,200. And, and he got 1,700, right? He got 1,500? That was only a two? Mm -hmm. I, don't know, I thought I wanted three. Black music and artists for 500. Black music and artists I just forgot the answer he already said. <laughs> <laughs> We did that one already. Yeah. Four hundred. Damn. If that's the one where I answered right, I hope you no, that wasn't you. And I hope you have all you dreamed of, and I wish you joy and happiness. But we. But above all this, I wish you love. Who is winning, Houston? Unfortunately, I need the song. No, the song? Uh, you can't give him that. I gave it. It says, you. but it's also artist. So okay. that could have been who's the what artist. Is the an the answer but is incomplete. Please provide the complete answer. What is I Will Always Love You from the What Is Bodyguard soundtrack? How many answers you want? You want the I, year? I, I thought that question was over. I thought we got rid of that question. But I said Whitney Houston. Right. 
Also, it's black music and art. But you never, together. I was waiting for you. I was like, yeah, you got to do no, they was exactly like, like, no, but they was arguing like, over if it would if it would count or not. They don't count. I would <laughs> they argued <laughs> over this one as well. So then, and I won the you, judgment. Then, then and and thank you for my points. Man, y'all got some great ass memories. A lot with it was black music and artists. We got to do And that's why I lost. I got right. So do you, you know, Trump, Trump. <laughs> I, I want to recount. <laughs> <laughs> Black music and artists for three hundred. Come on, Pence. You could have did more. Pence. <laughs> With my man there. Yeah, With my man. Yeah, well, yeah, you could have did more. <laughs> I'm just the arbiter. This rapper made the famous made this quote made the famous quote real G's move in silence. Who is Little Wayne? No. <laughs> I see your little Wayne. I, I see your little Wayne over there. Did he make real G's moving silence? That was out that? way before Lil Wayne. Who who else did it? KRS One. Like lasagna. Real moves. Yeah, real G's moving silence like lasagna. Oh, moving silence. <laughs> exactly. I was like, don't don't put. Correct. <laughs> that was a dope line. Two hundred. Uh, black music. Black music and artists, 200. That's what, is that the question that I just answered? No. What did I answer for? 300. 300? No, I'm saying from famous quotes. Black music and artists. Take points, you don't even know No, I was just asking. He over here doing an audit. It was black music and artists, 300. Okay. You did well. I know, where I I only said Lil Wayne versus saying Whitney Houston. Because she also said who? Try to catch me slipping, you know what I'm saying? The first female rapper to top the Billboard 100 chart without the assistance of any other credited artist in nearly 19 years. Who is Cardi B? <sighs> Damn. He was shooting in the dark, too. Man! <laughs> Let's do, uh, is Black Icons for 100? We already did that? No. Okay. Is that the only thing that's left? No. Black Icons for 100. That's the last question? No. Two There's two more. more. Okay. Question. The most famous African-American tennis player ever. Ooh, that was a tie between a bunch of people right there. <clears throat> Wait, let me just make sure. Yeah, that was me. Um, who is Serena Williams? No. Yeah. Who is Arthur Ashe? <laughs> <laughs> she said ever. It was like, um, the last question that's left. There's two questions. There's two questions? Pop culture. Pop culture. It's just a light on it, bro. Black music. Pop culture. Iconic statement is synonymous with this Marvel movie about the king of Wakanda. What is Black Panther? Mm-hmm. Ah! Hey, Auntie. Can I go again? Those are here. What is Wakanda forever? That is correct. The fucking one thing. Good job, brother. You did say this statement. I got cocky. I was like, ooh, coming. I'll take uh, black movies and uh, artists. Oh, yeah. Last one on the board. <laughs> black music and artists for 100. Wait, hold on. How much D Scott got? Yeah, I got 200. I'm not 
He got 300. He got 300. All right. Uh, nobody else. Just let D. Scott get this one. Yeah. Who is Usher? And what is Nice and Slow? Why we got that wrong? Nice and Slow by yeah, you would have been like, you a DJ. You ain't get <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes. That concludes Black Jeopardy. My nemesis over here. We back and forth. Fresh Maker, 800. Desi. Desi, 1400. You don't need to embarrass me. Sorry, thank you for coming. Get involved in the culture a little bit. <laughs> You've been starting nonprofits, brother. You fucking. Right. Yeah, you are. You've been focused on bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. Um, our winner, HB2000. Hey, congratulations, HB. Thank you, thank you. Thank Ladies you, thank and gentlemen, you. make sure you understand that the winner of Jeopardy today is the person that probably has read the most books in the D- room. Yeah, so, whatever. you know. Take right. that into consideration. Everybody, uh, I man. just want to say, you know, thank. I want to thank God. Yes. Um, just for this win, um, mm-hmm. my Lord and Savior, and, you know, my mom and was being there for me. And, um, you know, it, it was I a tough go. You know, it was some really great competition out there. Uh, right. But right. at the end of the I'm day, you know, perseverance, <laughs> you know, it just wanna, Technically, it just I feel wanna, like it was 1,500. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. You know what I mean? I know other people maybe, you know, they work hard. They work hard. So it's different. There's some emotions out here. Everybody right now, play hard. And then, you know, play hard. Everybody play hard. You, you know, little, I just look forward to getting back in training <laughs> and coming back uh, next year. Give him his little points. Since this is you the mentor, negative, can I rehash the argument y'all had? <laughs> You're going to have to start next week negative. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Can I rehash the argument y'all had? Yes. I'd like oh, to Lord. bring up the Master P Reebok deal. Oh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Before we get on out of here, what time is it? Lord, um, I'm sorry. Uh, real quick, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we want, to, we want to have some bonus content. Real quick, brother Kyrie wants to talk about the uh, Master P and Baron Davis Reebok deal. If you could, real quick, brother, let us know what you think about the deal. My opinion, I love it. I, uh, uh, the the conversation in the last podcast was, you know. What's he gonna do? What, you, what is he gonna do with a two billion dollar deal? But we're talking about a global shoe brand. Mm-hmm. Um, can we think of three black-owned shoe companies off top of our head? We can't. Big baller brand. Okay. Sia Collective. Rock Deep Global. Sia Collective. Right. But I, I, my point is, you know, we we a lot of talk was had about Reebok and how bad the deal was, but we're talking about a global brand that in the '90s they did all the apparel for the NFL and had Allen Iverson as one of the main people. So, my opinion, I love Reebok. They send me free shoes. I wore Reebok all through high school <laughs> until Adidas took it over, and which was a problem because they took it over because they wanted to compete with Nike. Nike had the inroad to our community. They thought that buying Reebok and mismanaging it was going to get it in there. I'm hoping that P um, and Baron take do get control of it. I think that it would be awesome for the culture because we're talking about black men that are in a power position for a global shoe brand. That's never going to happen. 
I mean, I, I you know, I love our culture to death, but we got people getting on record talking about Tom Ford suits, and there's some wonderful tailors mm. out there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is I, I, I had a little bit of luxury of being amongst uh, Master P, and I've heard him talk business. You know, I played with him with the San Diego Stingrays, and I can tell y'all one thing. That's one brother that's not going to get in the room and have himself leveraged by anybody else. Um, oh, he a cold businessman. Yeah. Un- I mean, when we – you. you he is more Dame Dash than he is Jay Z. Real talk. He I mean, he 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 gonna tell it like it is to whoever it is, and he knows what his power and influence is. Um, I I I just wish good things on it because uh, one, I'm a big fan of Reebok. I wore them all throughout my high school playing career until I was told I couldn't. Um, but two. You know, you got Shaq that came out of college that went with Reebok. You got AI that got a lifetime deal with Reebok. The, um, the G units, yeah. the S. You know what I mean? You got so many black brands that flow through Reebok that that's the reason why because Nike ain't gonna let M- Michael Jordan come to the table like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And 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 the thing the thing that drives Reebok for me is. We didn't know what the hell Nike was until Nike went to every college basketball coach in the NCAA and said, hey, wear these shoes. And it was us on them courts that wore them shoes that made Nike what it is. Mm. Same thing with Adidas. I got scratches on my feet right now from playing college basketball and a pair of Adidas that tore my feet up and I didn't make a dime from them. Mm. Um, So I just feel like – I, I'm not in the we should support because of this or that, but I, I, I see the power play that he's trying to do, and I see the power that Reebok has, and I feel like if a black man, two two black men get control of a global brand like that, I mean, you know, we now having a conversation where a black-owned company can walk to an NBA team and an NBA player and say, yo, where are these? Because we drive culture. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know what exactly. I mean? So, I, I, you know, and Master P is a respected uh, businessman, respected black man, Absolutely. respected hip-hop artist. You know, we can say what he want about his music, but that man pumped out records. You know what I mean? Whatever. Anybody that anybody that can walk in a room and tell somebody, nah, I don't want your million-dollar deal, mm-hmm. he got <laughs> some, some about that, it. That, 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 that athletic agency, though. That was, and then, but they making moves right now with, with uh, rap snacks. I mean, uh, oh yeah. man, yeah. yeah, man, them yeah. rap snacks on fire. Yeah, Yo. can't find them no more. Them good, man. They like, are. I they, tried they, them joints. Have like, you had a chip better? The the Yo. biggie, the biggie jalapeno. The biggie, whatever. the, the my favorite is uh the uh what's the what's the, what's the what's the boy name? The um uh, one eye, Fetty Wap. Yo, I was one eye. The Fetty. Banging. The late fetties? night was like, let me just try it. It's black it, people on it. This is a very important question. Is it wrong that I'll probably go get the chips before reading the book? Free. <laughs> the chips is faster, bro. Chips is a little faster. Get the, the chips. Eat the chips while you read. While you read the book. Eat the chips while you read the book. What's this grease stain? Ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. The black businesses of grease stain on that fourth page. HB uh, at HeraldBranch.com, Black Businesses of the Week, uh, uh, AFDINC.org for Brother Kyrie. That's that's the front door. Uh, rap snacks uh, that have been now automatically supported by everybody in the room, including... <laughs> 
D. Scott. <laughs> and if you could, sir, let us know because we don't have it in the comments. The uh, the black business that you are responsible for, so everybody can uh, uh, pull up neighbor. Pull up neighbor is the uh, nonprofit black owned organization that I'm doing work with right now. All right, and the website for that will be. Uh, pullupneighbor.org pullupneighbor.org so you guys make sure that you pay attention oh, to let those me tell y'all where the, uh, the people where to be tomorrow yes Let's please see. Do. tomorrow Phoenix Arizona we are going to be uh, at Pilgrim Rest oh, Baptist Pilgrim Rest. Church yep. everybody know that 1401 yeah. East <clears throat> Jefferson Street mm-hmm. uh, from 1 to 3 nice. so um, we'll be giving out over 500 food boxes. We'll be giving out some COVID supplies as well. Um, there's no strings attached. So if you know people in need, uh, we'll be out there about 11 o'clock setting up. I don't know what time the lines will start, but it's while supplies last. Also, we're always in need of volunteers. So if anybody would love to volunteer, I'm the point of contact for volunteers. Okay. Uh, so well, how can know, they contact you? Um, at you know Desi or hit up uh, Freshmaker. Hold yes, on, indeed. What's his phone number? <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, I, I'm not hard to find. I'm yes, everywhere indeed. like air. Yes, indeed. I like I'm that. Man. Everywhere like oh, air. Man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, those are your black businesses of the week, and that's how we like to close out the show to make sure that you have a point of contact, to make sure that you get involved, to circulate the bag within the community so we can continue to bounce off one another financially, to have upward mobility. Ladies and gentlemen, for Kyrie Stanley, HB, you know Desi, D. Scott, I am Freshmaker. This has been the Mentor Podcast. We're here each and every Tuesday, 7 p.m., Facebook Live. I want to thank so very much for all of you being in the audience and uh, being in the comments section. Uh, Special shout-out to Kevin Reed, who started watching today, and, of course, Keisha Beach. Gentlemen, uh, nobody says it enough. We thoroughly appreciate you and all of the passion that you're putting forward and all the work that you're doing to give back. It is uh, monumental and generational that people are able to witness the things that you do. So we thank you for that and being out front for everybody to see you. So we appreciate that, and we, uh, we hope to be involved with you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Mentor Podcast. Peace. Peace. Thank you. Thank you, man. Great time. Hustler, a jack of all trades, a <laughs> 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 <laughs>